Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Good morning, everybody. Hello there. Welcome to Friday. It is 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Brett. There's Toledo. This is the morning sickness, and we're ready to go for what will be a glorious day. And a lot of people uplifted by whether you're a fan or not of the Diamondbacks. That was fun. That was a blast yesterday. We had band. So it was at the band thing yesterday, and we're going through the motions of what we're doing. I have the TVs on in the back watching that game, and then everybody's just like, all right, put everything down. We're just going to watch this thing close out. And last couple innings were, you know, watching the Diamondbacks when it was one nothing, leaving guys on base, and you're like, oh, will somebody get a f- hit? <laughs> Not even a Diamondbacks fan yet. Still <laughs> possible with this looming bet I There's have with chance. the world. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, the, uh, you know, sitting there getting excited, and then when that finally they get to... The hit out into the little bleeder out there. You're thinking to yourself, they got this thing to one win tonight. The whole thing's a three-game series, and you got Kelly and uh, Gallon back on the hill. Again, if I'd have told you this back in April, hey, you're going to be down 2-1. If you get the second game, you get your ace and your two back on the hill for games uh, four and five. Would you take it? Or five and six. Would you take it? Of course you would. And back you go. You pull out. The home uh, field advantage and go three straight here, looking down the roadways. You've done exactly what you're supposed to do. First team to steal a road game wins this thing. That's basically what it looks like. So you got to make sure the Phillies don't steal it. The crowd seemed to be, uh, at least through the noise on the speakers, fairly Diamondbacks heavy. Uh, there was a lot of good noise for the D-backs, but the Philly fans were in full force they were visually. Because yeah. like, every time they showed a shot from behind home plate, it was Philly fans up close. Like, they had good seats. The Philly fans had some money. And I don't think I've ever heard or said that about Philadelphia. My Make-A-Wish friend Sam is from Philly. He went back to the to the scene of uh, democracy, Philadelphia, and uh, saw the games. And he and he's friends with Doug Hopkins. And he said, are you going to the game to see the Diamondbacks and Phillies back in Philly? And he goes, no, I don't have any rich friends in Philadelphia because he can't get into the game. And he said, so he's just going to wait to come back here. Where's Philly gear here? So we'll prop him up, and he has to be carried around in a basket because his legs are stairs are a lot. Hey, he gets good seats. Well, you know what's funny is those uh, the bars when you take Sam. It's sad because of his ailments, but when you take Sam to a game and put him in those little the special people seats, yeah, the bars are right in his way, and he can't oh. go. So he has to be carried up into his. He's in his, his he's in his basket the whole time, and then you just it's like on the front of a bike kind of basket. You, Legs are kicking out of the bottom. It's kind of like Baby Yoda. If you could get him one of those floating yeah, eggs. Yeah, if we could get him. A, oh, my God. If we could get Sam a floating egg, it would be really nice. But it's he's not that heavy, so you just kind of tote him around on your back in his basket. It's a Master Blaster kind of thing. And the whole time he's just like, I need a glass of water. I need a glass of water. He's always talking Philly talk. And you get him some water. And, and sometimes you go let him have a beer because he's old enough, even though he looks like he's about 12. 
But yeah, he's going to be there tonight because he's got rich friends in Phoenix. So he's going to be. We need to, you know, kind of ice it out of there. I'm I'm a I'm a plebe Diamondbacks fan. I made my promise back in May. I reasserted it here a couple days ago that if in fact they go to the World Series this year, and this was just to combat people talking too much. And Diamondbacks fans, I'm if if I'm going to be part of it. Oh man, it's gonna be, I don't think I can do it. I, it's still just trying to even fake through it is impossible, but just trying to pretend that that's going to be something I do regularly. It's going to be tough. But I have to remember how I felt about my Cubbies earlier this year when I realized the ownership basically said, screw you guys. We bought a couple players. This is not a permanent team. Nothing we're doing is permanent. I'm like, ah, this is no longer ebbs and flows. This is this guy saying, hey, I built a bunch of hotels and cool stuff around Wrigley Field. Enjoy the party. That's about a business for them now. That's that's not about yeah. the team. Yep. And it's not about the fans. Cause or we, baseball. Because you know what they're taking advantage of with me? And this is where I guess it's age and time. As they're looking at me like, you'll always be here. It's true. And will I? Because it's that moment where you feel taken for granted. It's up to the Diamondbacks. Yeah. The Diamondbacks want me. The Cubs are looking at me like, we got you. I don't know. It's, it's a phone company. <laughs> you're already on with us. Let's give new people the better deals. And you're Ugh. you're not going anywhere. Uh, I'm not? Why? You're a business just like T-Mobile or Sprint or AT&T. Why wouldn't I leave for a better option, better opportunity? <laughs> Cheaper prices. There's $20 tickets to playoff games here. But I did get involved in this because Diamondback fans were a little bit lippy back in April and May about how good a start they were off to. And a couple of them talking about, well, this is the best team in baseball, not saying they're going to the World Series back then, except for Dave Har. <laughs> so, and it started again yesterday. That bases loaded, bottom of the ninth. Everybody tapped back into their. This is the same thing as World Series Game Seven. And they hit the bleeder out into the outfield, and then uh, you know they're talking about God. It was so reminiscent. It's the look, unbelievable. Said Luis Gonzalez probably has chills because it's the exact no. It was game three of the NLCS. Game seven of the world. Nobody in their backyard throws the ball in the air and says, Holmberg with the bases loaded and two outs. Swacks us all. It's deep. Game three of the NLCS. It's now 2-1. Nobody ever fantasizes about game three of the NLCS. Nobody. Game seven of the World Series is the pinnacle of baseball. A little bit bigger. It's huge. So I'm listening to the news. It was the exact same thing. This is why Diamondback fans get kind of the the eye roll is because nobody knows how to behave. You watched the beginning of that game last night and compare it to the Phillies. The fans in Philadelphia never sit down. It's like a soccer game. It is a loony bin. For three, four innings, solid. They don't. I'm watching the Diamondbacks crowd, and it's like they're about to get served their first course of a five course meal. We'll get you in a moment. We have appetites on the way, and like they're just sitting with their hands in their laps. Most of them looking at their phones, and then contrasted to the hippies and weirdos in Philadelphia who are losing their minds. It's all heart and soul that's on that field for them, and that's missing from this fan base. Is the heart and soul part? There isn't any. There's occasional spikes of emotion. But there's no heart and soul. A few of you. I know a few of you have been doing this for a while, but not on the whole. That's because there's so much crap going on between innings. I don't know if it's the same during the playoffs, so but the kiss cam and uh, this cam brought to you by SRP. This cam brought to you by... They cut down you know, on some, some of, of it, it they, not okay. as much. During the playoffs. What okay. I've been bitching about it, uh, with that team for 20-plus years is they keep telling you, baseball's not very good. Here's a bunch of other stuff we do to make you want to be here. And baseball fans cannot stand dugout dancing 
the peanut toss, the you know the stupid scoreboard race between the hot dog and the mustard. All that crap is nonstop sponsorship. It's commercials, and this that place won't stop throwing things at you. Like it's a baseball game. Let it be. Last night was a beautiful thing. I mean, Brandon Fa'at. That dude should have been railed all over the park. He threw the best baseball game of his career. The guy was outstanding. I went and did that FanDuel bet and got everybody excited because the dude gives up home runs. He went out there and just aced them. I mean, he looked great. I enjoyed losing that bet. I I didn't mind it because by the end, I'm like, hey, if this kid's going to pitch like this. And we still hang in there. Yeah, look, that's just a great, that's a great thing. I'm not saying we yet. Yeah. But it was great to watch somebody, a rookie, go out there and knock that stiff the way he did. And, you know, that I think it all plays into anybody who's ever stepped on a field, Little League or otherwise, is that moment where you're the new guy and you're like, this is all on my shoulders. Like, I can blow this or I can be the hero. And he went out and stepped up. That's a mental strength that not a lot of people have. That guy didn't collapse at all. He, he was uh, inspirationally good. But let's calm down a little bit about it being the same as Game 7 of the World Series. Mark McClune, Channel 3. Paul Horton, who thinks everything's amazing, Channel 3. All the local news people screaming about how it's the same thing. It's, oh, my God, Luis Gonzalez. They want to interview Luis Gonzalez. And like and Luis would tell you, uh, no. You were with Jay Bell yesterday. I was with the guy that scored the winning, the winning run. Yeah. And, um, you know, he as humble as he's just he's like, eh. It's a little different. It's a lot different. Yeah, he's he's taking the higher. Yeah. He's like, yeah. it, you know, no doubt, great hit ends a game. Awesome but to compare the two Look, is all is walk-offs in the bottom of the ninth are exciting. If it's if it's June, if it's June eighteenth, and there's a walk-off in the bottom of the ninth, it's a crowd-pleasing super game. That's the that's the best baseball can be. Is that you get a walk-off home run or bleeder or whatever, whatever scores that winning run. And the game just ends. It's it's a uh, it's awesome. It's a hail mary. Only it's a different way to do it. Oh, but to sit and compare it to the World Series is ridiculous. So tonight's the big game. Tonight's a big game, and it's a bullpen game. So Diamondbacks are going to. Ra- they don't have four pitchers. That's why I feel like they're in over their heads here. They're like, all right, now we got to rely on all these dudes rolling out of the pen. And get about six Wake pitchers up the sticks a little and bit and it can help. Dangerous thing about a bullpen game, if it's not working out, you've just burned seven arms. Tomorrow night you got another game. So you gotta now you gotta really rely on Merrill Kelly and Zach Gallon to get you through. We'll see. It's gonna be fun. But tonight, if they win tonight, boy oh boy. Maybe that'll grow a couple of uh, you know, heart and soul moments for the fan base so they can have that Philly kind of reaction. Because last night it was kind of exciting to hear it how was. loud they did get, but the beginning of the game was a lot of uh, folded hands, at least on TV. You're not seeing that. Even the Rangers and Astros game, you're like, man, these people are really into it by comparison. It takes some it takes some theatrics for Diamondback fans to really get going. But, yeah, you look at the uh, the other teams, and, you know, as I've been contemplating my, my ridiculous commentary in May about how I would switch from the Cubs to the Diamondbacks if they went to the World Series, feeling absolutely no pressure on that at all at the time. I'm honestly... A complete and utter lie, kind of rubbing the nose into the face of the odds of them going to the World Series were minimal at best. Uh, also made me remember that I had a FanDuel bet that the Diamondbacks and Mercury would both go to the finals. And it was like a million and a half dollars. <laughs> oh. And while the Mercury, they never had a chance. They, they didn't do anything. But 
the other teams held up their end of the bargain. Sure did. And, uh, yeah, so I I kind of look at the Cubbies that way of, like, you, you kind of assume my fandom now at this point. And that's a dangerous thing. Because if you don't turn and say, fans, we haven't done right by you for a while, and this is what we're going to do, and we need to put a product on the field that you know you can count on rather than this kind of makeshift, here's a guy we picked up, here's a guy, eh, the one-year deals, and you'll you'll show up and we'll be competitive, but we don't have a plan. You start looking at it like they don't really care. They're just in it for the people to stand around and buy beer again. And then in Wrigley Field, they do that every... Just want everybody in Wrigleyville there. Every single day, that place packs up with beer swillers that want to sing the seventh-inning stretch. And but Barack was right. It was a beautiful people party in the north side. It was... I mean, White Sox don't have anybody go to their games because <laughs> they're terrible and the, yep. and the owners are treating them like garbage. And again, if they move to Nashville, your loyalty goes away. Yep. You'll be a Diamondbacks fan. Probably. Yeah, wouldn't probably, probably at that point, you know. Well, what other team would be in the running? You want to piss right. off. You want to go the opposite, probably. You would probably say, all right, who's the White Sox rivals? I'm going there. Yeah, just to, just to Detroit or the them. Twins or something like but that. But then those are your options on road game fun. Like you get a summer week and you're like, let's go to, you got to go to Detroit. <laughs> if the Guardians switch back, then I'll go. Yeah, yeah they're the I'll Indians switch over again. There. If they start... Yeah, give Indian me a Wahoo around, yeah. Yeah, I'm in. Give, give me Chief Wahoo <laughs> and a feather. I'm back in. Brady it starts makes a good with point. the Commander Skins. <laughs> yeah, Commander Skins have to go back to Redskins. But I think Cleveland kind of likes the Guardian thing because it's their stupid bridge. It's been there for yeah. They got those, before the team. Those almost. dumb Guardians. And don't worry. Like, they had to build two things to keep people out of Cleveland. All you had to do was build Cleveland. Nobody wants in there. The Guardians guard the gates of Cleveland so bad people don't come in. Uh, you missed all of them. Everybody in Cleveland's bad. It made it. Uh, they protected the alcohol being brought in by Brett's folks back at Pro. <laughs> right, that's what they did. Because yeah. Cleveland's clean as a Your whistle. alcohol safe. Oh, yeah. No, it, it, yeah. it made it okay. They're bringing it in like crazy. Yeah. Uh, bottom line was those guardians d- didn't need to do anything, and the people of Cleveland are so stupid they think two gargoyles did something. Idiots. When I went to visit my brother, probably. Uh, a little over a year ago. That was the first time I've seen him. And I, growing up in Columbus, never really heard much about the Guardian or Guardians the Bridge. bridge. And uh, going over it, I'm like, okay, there it is. There they are. It's mm. a little different than the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco. <laughs> in that it's ugly. <laughs> and uh, it's like, uh, oh, oh, that was Cleveland. the bridge? Yeah, and it's a lot different because when you're uh, going over it, you end up in or out of Cleveland, but you're still in Ohio. Uh, at least at the Golden Gate, you get a beautiful view. And then, and when you go the right direction on that Golden Gate, you're in Sausalito, and that's gorgeous. And the views are even better. Cleveland, you're either crossing into Cleveland or the outskirts of Cleveland where the bad people are. Yeah. The hillbilly meth capital You're going to get hit by world. some mullets. Oh, hard. Hard mullets. Strong mullets. You're essentially in northwest Pennsylvania. I know about that place. Ain't nothing proud of that. That br- you're somewhere in the middle of that Guardian Bridge is the best place you can be because you're not in Cleveland and you're not out of Cleveland. If you could get transported through some sort of a Kirk or Spock thing to get the hell <laughs> off of that bridge, it would be great. Beat me up, Scotty. Yeah, beat me out of Cleveland immediately. Dump. Filled with losers. Save for Brady's brother, but all the rest of them. <laughs> and he's got a little loser smell on him because he's around there and he defends it, but Cleveland. Well, it's high school, so dominant. 
What do they get all C's? And Dominant over the R words that roll around. And- <laughs> that's great. Well, that's something to be proud of in your 60s is high school dominance. That's what pedophiles and weirdos are. But he's an employee of the school. He's kind of got to like it. But if you're still excited about your high school football team at 60, life has not dealt you a good yeah, hand. Yeah, no, the only, he's, he's, a, he's part of the organization. Sure, why. sure, but still. You should still kind of keep the kinder to the game itself. Oh, good, they won. But if he's excited about his football team in high school. I he's some, happy. I got some Jared questions. He's a bogan. Of course he's happy. He's not looking around for anything bad. He lives in Cleveland, and he's found the positives. I look around Cleveland, I found the HIV positives, if and they're you can everywhere. Do it there, you can do it anyway. <laughs> if you can do it there and not kill yourself, the world is your oyster. Why don't you leave? Too shiny and nice. I like it dull, brown, and awful. The Browns aren't named after the team owner. They're named after the sky and the air in Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns. Everybody's emotion. Well, I'm in a brown mood today. Should have been the gloom. Everybody's <laughs> Cleveland glooms. Yeah. Everybody's underpants. That's what the Browns are named after. Everyone in Cleveland's got a nice brown streak in their drawers. Dump. Anyway, Philly's close, but it's no Cleveland. I'll give them, I'm not going to bash Philly that hard. Oof. Okay. And if you've ever been to Toledo, you know Cleveland is a jewel compared to that place. Cleveland's Ugh. actually Cleveland better than Toledo's a big-time resort town. <laughs> Toledo is the Bahamas <laughs> wow. compared to Toledo. Or, I mean, uh, Cleveland. Yeah, if you go, like, you see Atlantis on those commercials for the Bahamas and that beautiful beach resort, that's what Cleveland looks like to Toledo. It's like, wow, these beautiful beaches. and No, there's green water with dead fish in it. Smells like cancer. And then uh, that's Cleveland. And then Toledo is cancer. It's a tumor on the neck of Ohio. On the, the mommy. Southern end of, of Michigan. It is a massive, malignant blech. That gushes blood and pus every once in a while. And it looks over at Cleveland going, God, I wish I was Cleveland. Toledo's, Toledo is the Tucson of Ohio. And even still, that's a little bit mean to do to Tucson. Said no one ever. Wow. To, uh, yeah. Uh, Toledo is the Jimmy Buffett of cities. Ooh. Actually, I'll say Cleveland's Man. the Jimmy Buffett of cities. Because there's a group of people that like it for some reason. You can't figure them out. And there's just weirdos that you want isolated anyway. Toledo is sort of the uh, 311 cover band of cities. Like, it's not even the bad 311. It's, like, worst fans of 311 performing 311. And once again, my statement that I'll stand by forever, I'd rather go to 911 than a 311 concert. <laughs> yeah, at, least I, at least I'd be entertained. At least there's some visceral response to that. Anyway, all that said, and I don't know how we got off on Cleveland. Brady, your fault probably. Oh, because he's going to be an Indians fan. Yeah, Loyalty to a team at a certain point. You have to look at if the team's being loyal to you. I got a closet full of jerseys from dudes that were jettisoned from my team. Whose fault is that? Some of it's me. But when you got a rookie of the year, an MVP, a World Series champion, you're pretty sure you can buy his jersey. And in less than 11 months, he's traded. I how many Fukudomi jerseys and everything else? The Chris Bryant one's the biggest pain. That hurts. And the Diamondbacks have done it, too. But they haven't done it with, like, I mean, Goldschmidt, that's a rough one. That would, That's the yeah. face of a franchise. But you didn't have $70 million. But why? Because you spent it all on Zach Greinke. They've made some dumb moves to lose some really good players. But we'll see. It's exciting. It certainly is exciting to watch a team 
overachieving. There is there is something that is so American about that, that bad news bears kind of feeling of they shouldn't be here. And look at them go. What about like Oakland fans? Now they're in Poor Vegas. Bastard. I mean, do they do they change the Niner fans or do you move know. do you move to Vegas? They're I mean, used to of, it. Yeah, I know. It seemed like forth. it was yeah. a pretty smooth transition for some reason. Well, they haven't gone yet. The A's? They're still oh, no, no, no. I was yeah. talking. Yeah. No, I was I'm talking like the Raiders. Raiders. Oh, the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it seemed like it was because they move away all the time. <laughs> yeah, they the they were time. used to it. Yeah, they bounce back and forth. L.A., Oakland. We'll come back. We, ah, you screw you guys. We're going back to Vegas. It's like they're like your drug addict cousin. He just shows up for a little while, and then he's like, "Well, I've gotten all I can get out of you." I'm yeah, leaving. maybe most of them never lived in Oakland. They would just go there on the game uh, days. Yeah, plenty of places. I mean, just didn't. It was weird. But yeah, Raider fans and Oakland people, they're used to their teams bailing out. Did you see the dude that uh, retired from baseball, the pitcher May? Yeah. And he put on his podcast, he just looked at the camera and he goes, sell the f- team, man, to the owner. He goes, There's, I love everybody in that organization, save for one guy. And he goes, sell the f- team. Give it to somebody who has some passion. Some people actually care about baseball. And it's great because as a fan, you'd love to have a player talk about the team you support because we don't have a direct pipeline to owners, and they won't listen to us if we catch them at, you know, aho owls and start going, hey, Kendrick, why don't you do this, this, and this? Of course, everybody's an armchair owner. Yeah. But when the players on the team, when they retire, basically go, you're the problem. You've been the problem. You will always be the problem. Get rid of this team. You don't care. It's mommy and daddy's money. He went off on them. He goes, you didn't invent anything. You got mommy and daddy's money. You bought a baseball team. You don't know what you're doing. And he just bashed the crap out of them. And Oakland deserves better, and but Vegas is a good spot for pro sports. We've discovered that. Anyway, Diamondbacks, and also, by the way, Diamondback fans, this little run here to get you guys all interested and make you feel all emotional and stuff is perfect timing because they need a new stadium. So don't think that any deeper. They start seeing sold-out stadiums tonight for sure, tomorrow for sure, if they win. And it goes back to Philly, and they, if they manage to pull this off, come about February, you're going to start hearing, well, you know, what a great run. Just a shame our stadium isn't up to snuff. We sure could we could bring in a lot more free agents if we had a better stadium. I'm like, oh, here we go. For sure, the term TI will come in. Tenant oh, oh, tenant improvement's impossible in that place. They want an entirely new place. <laughs> and I don't know where they're going to put it, but they want a brand new facility. And they're going to start hitting us up for it with a winning season. Never really mentioned it while they were sucking and losing 110 games a couple of years ago. Remember when they were like, well, the stadium's a little bit old. And like, you shut your mouth right now and win 80 games before you start talking about a new stadium and 110 losses. Yeah, there's nowhere down there they could do it now. Not without tearing that one down first. I mean, there is, but it's kind of pushed down south a little more. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a really, there aren't a lot of good spots. Without doing what they did last time and having Brett's people go in and kill the remaining citizens. Allegedly. Come no, on. no, no, no. Those people were murdered. John, it worked what? out. It, it worked out great. Out. Got, got a trip. Series, got, you know. Oh, car accident. Old lady luckily just passed away in her house. Uh-huh. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Asbestos. The three holdouts with houses and the one business, all of the people who ran that died. Not a problem. I know this because my dad's company was... The one who put that thing, built it, basically. They were the super contractors. I ain't moving. Gave it to Perini, and they had three people that wouldn't take the imminent domain deal, and they just squatted on their houses. Magically, all three dead before construction began. It happens. It's a story Phoenix doesn't talk about. 
It's a dirty little secret. One guy got run off a road. Single car accident. Of course it was. That's what the Italians do. And think about it. Who was funding the whole thing? Colangelo. Hello. Guy used to run a laundromat in Chicago and ended up right. owning a businessman. <laughs> He's a good a legitimate businessman. Business man. That's how it, Italians used to work. I run this laundromat over here. We're doing pretty good. You know what I'm going to do? Pick up that NBA team. I'm going to coach it. And that's exactly what Jerry did. You look back at Jerry's history. Just, I'm the gonna, timing was perfect. This belongs to me, by the way. I don't know if you guys knew this, but this, this is a game I play with my dog, Jack. I take cookies right out of his mouth, and I'm like, this belongs to me. It's very Italian. And he looks at me like, oh, no. And then when, right as I'm about to take a bite, he takes it out of my hand. And I scream, this belongs to me. And he goes crazy through the house because he thinks he got away. It's, it's a fun, stupid game. That's what Colangelo did with Chicago Bulls. Hey, by the way, this belongs to me. Aren't you the laundromat guy? Yeah, I'm George Jefferson. Out of the way, I'm coaching. I'm also coaching. There you go. Very successful laundromat business my family started. Move. Out of the way, please. Belongs to me. (laughs) He's like, oh, by the way, who's the coach? I'm the coach. Not anymore. It belongs to me. I'm the coach. And I'm going to run basketball here soon. And he did. And when I was at the Hall of Fame thing the other day, uh, the, the... for some reason, they ask regular people to fund the Hall of Fame, which doesn't make any sense. The owners could, this could, all of them could put money in and the Hall of Fame would be fun. We'll owners, players. Everybody. Everybody involved in the NBA. Jordan and LeBron could save that thing themselves. Uh, the billionaires. Yeah. Uh, and so are all the owners. So Colangelo has this, you know, golf outing every year. It's a nice thing. But they're asking like businesses and stuff in the city to contribute because it funds the Hall of Fame. And the NBA Hall of Fame is privately funded evidently through donations and stuff. Who's on stage? Calipari. Colangelo. And I just turned to Kevin Ray. I'm like, why are there so many Italians in basketball? He goes, woof, they used to run it. That an hour back. I'm like, no kidding. Irish and Italian mob used to run the NBA. They run sports. Well, they just know how to run things like that. They lost their grip. They're businessmen. They lost their grip. Businessmen. They got into the cocaine. They tried to out-cartel the cartel. They were over their heads. I've seen Donnie Brasco. I know what happened to your people. They were, and then they became drug addicts. I saw what happened. That's all fiction. That's all movies. (laughs) But you'll see when Colangelo's back involved in the planning of the new stadium. It's great to have Jerry back. Uh, He's an integral part of what's going to happen with our brand new facility. Let's take a look. It's going to go right on top of these people's homes, like Chavez Ravine. We got a few holdouts. Uh, we believe we're very confident in the idea that they will not be there by the time construction starts. It could work out. Well, hopefully, I remember last time that uh, Jerry goes. Uh, <laughs> That's your advice. <laughs> what? Hey, holdouts! <laughs> Let me show you three pictures from two thousand. Here, this is a uh, Gladys Jefferson. She lived down there. With, you know, right where the uh, TGI Fridays was, and now it's a cold business. That was her house, right there, where the elevator shaft is now. Where did she go? She went up the elevator shaft all the way. <laughs> She's watching the Diamondbacks when the roof's open from heaven. What are you telling She's me? She's got a great sight. You should take our sight. offer. Doug Hopkins in there making shaky cash deals with some Italian breathing over his shoulder. Just take the house, lady. Let me have the house. <laughs> We'd get it done if, uh, definitely done if Jerry's involved. Oh, if Jerry's involved. I, it might even be done. And he's like, you mean you want this new stadium yeah, over here? It's this- done. Don't worry about it. You can lease this one. I'll I tell built. you right now. The worst thing we could do is get the Italians involved if they build this thing on an Indian reservation. There's another. If you find some artifacts, the Italians are going to look side to side and go, "Guess who gets a new Kachina ladder or whatever the hell this thing is we just found? <laughs> Put that in your truck, Vito.
Don't tell nobody. They'll shut down construction. I got to kill a bunch of Indians. Go sell it to Gilbert Ortega. All right, <laughs> Gilbert on, Ortega. Ortega. Hey, look, your first authentic piece. <laughs> this one wasn't made in China. It was made over on the 101. Just move it. Yeah. Let's go throw it over there. History has changed. We had no well, idea this tribe lived in Apache Junction. Yeah. If you people cared, you wouldn't have buried all their junk. We keep finding it underground. It's not like you knew it was there. Yeah, I, don't be surprised when the stadium talk starts rattling around pretty good. Because that's coming in a big way. And we got Big Jay Okerson coming today. Philly guy, through and through, like big time. So, you know, the Philly people will be here and... uh it's going to be tough. They're not an easy group. They're loud. They're mean. They're they're horrible fans as far as, like, just vicious to the opposition. Booed Santa Claus. They're known for booing Santa Claus. Throwing, they're the inventors of the battery throw. Chucking <laughs> double A's at dudes. I just, wonder if one guy gets the credit for that. Who's the guy who first brought the pack in and then, like, lifted his shirt and go, look. What, you got a whole bunch of D's? Yeah, these are thick, big D's, easy to throw. What, are we going to chuck batteries at people? Yeah, we're from Philly. Maybe Big J now. Why are you bringing Duracells well, into, we are, into, into the, way to the game? game. Philadelphia is the reason we have to go through the security check and all the other stuff. Do you have any batteries or projectiles? Do we just throw the battery or yeah. do we, uh, with cheese? Put it on there, put, <laughs> yeah. with cheese? Back before Whip. Philadelphia got goofy. <laughs> yeah, you got a wit cheese. Get my batteries are covered with cheese. It's got your fingerprints all over. Before uh, Philadelphia got uppity. And weird. They used to give you projectiles as a prize when you first walked. Here's a bat. Here you go. It's bat day. Remember bat day? Philadelphia ruined that by hitting each other uh, with them and chucking them in at the Those players. mini bats are awesome. Mini bats. We got big bats once. We went to Comiskey. Full oh, my grandpa took us to Comiskey Park in 1978. Bat day. He got a hat. Who were they playing? Uh, the twins. They had no bats. They gave <laughs> all their bats away. Bat. That's bat how day. that works. We got about 41 bats. First 41 fans on the visitor's side get bats. <laughs> hey, what happened to our bats? Hey, man, you want to buy a bat? That's what, you, <laughs> that's what you heard outside of Comiskey. Yo, brother, come over here for a second. I got bats. This one says Carew on it. Yeah, that's Rod Carew's bat, bro. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, we got full bats. Full wooden bats. I was a little kid. I was like five. My grandpa's like, hang on to this. It was too heavy for banging into stuff. They, you were just a, a response. People probably left a couple in the stands. Oh, positive that they're like, you can't. I get, and we're it's not the south side out. of Chicago. They gave you a weapon to defend yourself when you go back to your car. Not a bad idea. But now you can't swing and hit a bullet. It used to just be like muggings. Now you just get shot for no reason. Anyway, no more bat day. Thank you, Philly. No more uh, Duracell night. <laughs> Thank you, Philly. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, what you can happens. still, Very I think, exciting. get the baby bats at the uh, merch. You can get it at the merch tent. Because I got Kirby a pink one years ago. It's adorable. Yeah. Oh, God. Well, she picked it up. <laughs> My brain. <laughs> Big pink. <laughs> yeah, get out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take that back. Don't, don't touch that battery again. That's a lady oh. toy. It's a lady toy. That's why they sell the pink ones. Ooh. You think a woman looks at that and thinks baseball? <laughs> oh, oh, that's perfect. Up. How much for that thing? Thirty-eight dollars, ma'am. Oh, worth it. Where does it plug in? Pardon? Oh, never mind. I'll use it. Old-fashioned frontiersy dildo. <laughs> <laughs> it has no electron. Oh, this is great. It will make noise, and I can keep it in the man cave. If you know what I mean? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I look at those pink bats, my brain just goes, ah, oh, that lady's lonesome. 
Still don't tell me about that. What if she still has sell those will, Mercury games? Yeah. Oh, they sell. Yeah. Why are you selling bats at Mercury games? Get a whole wall of them. That's all they sell. Just pink bats, pink bat, pink bat. They got the vendor. I love the pink bat. I like that. That's nice. Best thing about the pink bat, there's no man attached. There's one. Yeah. There's one big one back then. I'll take the grinder. <laughs> big black bats, giant black bats. Just like in baseball, only this one's got a strap. Big black bats. We're out of grinders. <laughs> we were totally out of grinders. We've got a Sue Bird, but she's... Uh, if you want that, it's yellow. Anyway, what are you going to do? Uh, we've got uh, we got the Diamondbacks tonight. Very exciting. City's kind of buzzing. Finally, a little buzz going. Last night's game brought everybody back. I got phone calls and texts. And dude in Miami, friend of mine in Miami was going nuts. He, so it's good to see, uh, even though... I'm not an official fan yet. I'm very happy for all the fans who have suffered through this. And you're watching a, you know, it's the 2001 feeling again. This team, uh, you know, when they went up against the juggernaut Yankees after 9-11, and you're like, ah, they got no chance. And Byung-Hung Kim giving up towering blast after towering blast. And it, it has a good feel to it. If you go tonight, we make sure um, to do a little uh, social thing. And no. record yourself after the last out. Do like a live. Oh, like Greg. Hey, Hague. I'm out here. <laughs> like 72 Souls. Yeah. Down. I kind of like that commercial. <laughs> you should do it. It's kind of a neat idea. I might. Hey, I'm out here at blah, blah, blah. And I'm in a pickle. <laughs> I'll just copy all of them. Yeah, I kind of like that one. But that's a good idea. And we'll do it with Doug. Yeah. You'll be in a suite. It'll one-up the guy. That's a good move. Uh, anyway. So, we're excited. Let's get a wake-up song for the big weekend ahead. Everybody's going to be buzzing about that. Uh, you call us up, 585-9800, and we'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Actually, surprisingly, heard from quite a bit of Oakland A's supporters. <laughs> It's weird. And it's about, uh, of the five or six, which I didn't expect to hear that many emails, uh, three of them said they're in full support of the A's going to Vegas and they'll still stay behind them. And the other ones are like, so long as that guy owns a team, I'm not playing the game. Being an A's fan has to be rough. Man. The only thing you can do is hope that you get lucky every once in a while. With your, you're never going out getting anybody good. It's tough being a White Sox fan, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. But but it's like you say, you cheer for the laundry. After a while. You know. You start cheering for laundry, and then what are you doing? The crazy part, though, is, I and, and I hate to say it because I'm not an Astros fan by any means, but yeah. I'm actually pulling for him a little bit because Jose Abreu Former suffered with yeah. the White Sox for so many years. It's like, yeah. you know what? I want to see him get something. You want to see... The team that's given them nothing. Right. And he goes on to somebody and he's in the big show. Yep. I thought that same thing of goes Bill Buckner. Goes on with the cheating team. Yeah. Ah, they used to. They're not anymore. You know, they changed. <laughs> They're different. They're not wired up anymore. The uh, Bill Buckner feeling for me was the same. I was a big Bill Buckner yeah. fan as a kid. I'm like, there he is going off. And the Red Sox. And I'm like, this is good. He's in the World Series. And then he became the greatest uh, meme of all time before memes even existed. The, the Buckner became a verb. Yep. Uh, used to be in baseball, there was a thing called Merkel's Boner. And that goes all the way back to like 1905. Buckner changed it. Nobody remembers Merkel's Boner anymore. Now it's the Buckner. 
You had it. And he saved Leon Durham, who had a Durham moment in 84. Two years earlier, Leon Durham blew a game having a ball go right between his legs. Nobody remembers that because Buckner's was bigger. Been a lot of butthole moves in Cub history, even when they're not even on the Cubs anymore. And the worst part was he went from a team that was depressing to another team that was depressing in the Red Sox. So I understand your thing, but more than likely, a Bray is going to do something where a ball bounces off of him and they're going to lose the series because of him. No. Yeah, he's got that he got white... got a three-run jack yesterday. All right, but he's got that White Sox stink all over him. When it counts, <laughs> it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. Yeah, baseball being talked about is fun because that's my... That's my heart and soul sport. I love the football because it's the most exciting. I got a lot of passion for that. But baseball, when it gets good, it's been through so many terrible. It's been so poorly run for so long and just messy and bad and gets itself in trouble. It's just nice when it's like pure and fun again, like what we're watching down here. Shorten up that season. That's what everybody keeps saying. And if you're going to do that, you change a lot of the stats and things like that. I don't mind shortening up. But if you you don't like baseball, you want the game – you, I don't. I understand why they do it. If you don't like baseball, you say things like shorten the season. Less baseball is not better baseball. The whole point of a baseball season is archaic in today's era because we like things fast and now. Yep. And the whole point of baseball is attrition. You're going to start this thing in April, and if you're not any better in September than you feel in April, you're going to fade. It's not about how good you can play one game at a time. It's about how consistent you can be for that long. And you, those dudes are on a schedule you can't imagine. You think your work schedule's rough? It's ridiculous. I mean, you're working 27 days a week, flying in between on the three days you have off, and then sometimes you play a night game, then a day game, then hop on a plane and play another game the next day. I mean, they're on a... It's intentionally trying to wear people down to see who can withstand the grind. You shorten it, it's kind of like the steroids to me. It just gives you a better chance of being good in September. Fans want it shortened. If you really wanted to make baseball super interesting to the people that don't like it, make it six innings. That's what you'd shorten. You wouldn't shorten the season. You'd shorten the game. But that doesn't make baseball What determines better. that is the revenue, the right. money. And if that starts right. going away, it's like anything. It's but like, it's not. hey, wh- why isn't this changing? I mean, yeah. you know, their not, numbers are... They're not losing money. Oh. They, they claim to be in a few markets. They're not losing any money. They got that $10 billion contract from Fox, and then they all have their own regional. They're doing fine. I do like the pitch clock, though. And pitch stuff. clock's Speeding great. That's up. Speeding the game yeah, up a little bit fun. Absolutely. People who like because it, it got ridiculous. Right. It went to, like, it was three and a half hour games. Yeah. And that never used to be the case when baseball was super popular. You but, get Terry Francona coming in there, yeah. switching a, switching pitchers every batter. Right. It's like, all right, dude. They, they got rid of the delays and the loopholes and all that. And that's that has sped things up, made it more. But again, I said this when my friends and I used to play baseball. When ESPN came along and did Baseball Tonight, and every single baseball game was replayed in five-minute shows. You got the highlights. You got everything that happened in the game that was important and didn't have to sit through any of the mundane you know, chess match, which is... Somebody who lo- I'm an old-fashioned baseball fan. I love the chess match part. I love that you pitched to Abreu in the first inning, yeah. and then you saw that he tagged that slider, and now you got to put it in a different spot. If he makes that mistake twice, that dude's going to kill him. So you ha- those are the little nuances of the game that when you're watching the game, you know. When you just want home runs and you know strikeouts and you just want the highlights, that's like watching football and saying, I only like uh, touchdowns and sacks. Baseball is it's boring. For people who want something happening every single play. So I understand the idea of, yeah, shorten the season, it's better. But that's the whole why point were, of it is uh, to keep the season going a long time. And that's why people, you know, back in the 90s were accusing, oh, ball's juiced. 
steroids. The people want to see the long balls. But and the excitement was there. Right. But that's ESPN and the baseball tonight. It's like the things that people are watching, the home run era, uh, when you had Sosa and McGuire and Gonzo and those guys going after it. The ratings were through the roof because you were getting all your highlight. Every game you were guaranteed a highlight. But you didn't realize you were sitting through five, six innings before Sosa hit his. You're watching it with anticipation, and that's what baseball's all about. It's the slow burn of anticipation. That doesn't work in 2023. We don't, we don't want to wait. We're not going to sit and watch 162 games and think every one of them matters, but they do. I mean, every single game ended up mattering to the Diamondbacks. Every, from April till end of September, they squeaked in by a single game, half game, really. Same with the Astros, too. Astros, too. And yeah. here they are. They're about to go to the World Series. Every, the games in April count as much as they do in September. So you can shorten the season, but then the Diamondbacks wouldn't have been there. You know, It's one of those deals where you gotta, you've got to be good in September. The Cubs aren't in the playoffs because September burns them down. They couldn't keep up that pace anymore. They were done, and you saw it. They just fade. It's like a boxer. He goes nine rounds in the tenth round. You can see it. He's done. He had a chance to win this thing, but these last two rounds are the championship rounds. That's what baseball is. So I kind of shake a little bit at the idea of, like, I understand why people say short in the season, but then you're really not that much of a fan to begin. You're not going to a 142-game yeah. season. You still won't care. It's still a lot of games. But it's fun when it's what we saw last night. That is a blast. And I am struggling a little with the people in the building wearing Diamondbacks gear, things like that. As a non-fan, it makes me kind of feel like, come on. And there's some people, and I understand why they're doing it, but they're new in town. They got their D-backs gear on, and you're like, are you pandering, or are you actually going to do this? I'm not pandering. If I become a Diamondbacks fan, it's because I made a stupid <laughs> statement. I kind of have to back it up. Hey, I'm still wearing my White Sox gear. I'm yeah, still and, wearing a White and, Sox hat every and day. And by the way, I don't have to back up what I said. I can still totally pull back on this. Because I was lying, but I've been trapped. <laughs> I'm trapped. I That's painted myself in a corner. It's a trap. I didn't realize they were going to do this. It wasn't. That's right. Huh? I don't think it was really lying. Oh, I you was just lying. Had no, you had no <laughs> worries about Through it. my teeth, Brady. I was saying words I didn't believe. A lie. Yeah, you just, I no knew what I was, was going to happen. I knew what I was saying wasn't true. And I was hedging my bet on the idea that there's no chance what I'm saying can come true. I'll say it. Lying through my teeth. Nothing about it was honest or authentic. Nothing at all. Except for the Cubs were pissing me off. So now I look back and I'm like, well, what are you going to do about that? And maybe it's, you know, the game being played against me saying, well, this is your chance. And I'm start. I'm honestly feeling like I might be looking for a new ride here. The Cubs pissed me off as a fan for the last time. It's like what I used to like when the, the Steelers had Michael Vick on the team. It's the only games I haven't watched in 25, 30 years. I just didn't. I'm not watching that. You're going to put that out there and say, hey, fans, <laughs> this is your new quarterback while our other guy gets better. I'm like, I'm not watching Michael. I'm not going to support this. I, it's, it's just personal thing. And had they been exciting and Michael Vick became a Steelers hero, I'd have probably started wearing a lot of red. Like, that's not the type of team I want to associate with. He's a horrible human being. I'm glad he's redeemed himself and moved on, and it's not a pattern of behavior, but I'm done with you. Did you cancel the parties at, at your yeah. house and everything? Wow. Everybody had to figure out where to go. Oh. I wasn't watching football for those two weeks. I get texts going, oh, my God, Michael Vick's hurt. Landry Jones is in. 
And then I turned the TV back on, and that was against the Cardinals. And Landry led the team uh, to victory over the Cardinals. And I'm like, all right. And then he started, and Michael Vick was terrible, which was great. I didn't watch. They played the Chargers. They played the Cardinals in another game. And I'm like, I'm not watching this. And everybody was kind of like, we get it, but really, Come it's, on, bro. it's the Steelers. And I'm like, it's Michael Vick's Steelers. I don't want that. At a certain point, the team just says, you'll like whatever we put out there. You like the, you like the laundry. You're cheering for the outfit. Uh-uh. Cubs, White Sox, A's. Yep. Lots of teams like that. Yep. I'm not doing it. I got. Uh, I found this story today, and I found it hysterical. How much do you hate your kid if you just won't? This lady is so vegan that she had a birthday party for Remember that pizza party down in Tucson that that little kid had? and Showed then, him with uh, all the pizzas and yeah, no one at the party. No one there and the sad-faced little boy, and he's at like a Chuck E. Cheese or something like that, and there's games everywhere. She invited like 15 people, had all the pizzas lined up, and no one came to the party. So what did she do? She took pictures of the kid, put it on her Instagram, and said, how dare you not come to my son's party further Embarrassing With one slice him. out of one of right, the pies. Yeah, one of the pies. <laughs> Somebody did decide, oh, I'm still going to have some, and we got a lot of pizza here. Like, I'm going to, I'm, and I'm also going to play some skee ball. I, I can't be here and not play skee ball. I'm sorry, Billy is so sad, but this Tucson lady gets national attention, and this sad sack kid sitting there, and basically it was, my son, how dare you prick say you're coming to his party and you didn't come? And then she just embarrassed him nationally. She's going on, I remember she was on the O'Reilly Factor, but back before Bill started to finger people at work. Oh, he's on the show and sitting there. It's just not right. And if you're going to be able to... And you had to say something. Like, hey, you realize you made the kid... It's worse now at school for him because he's now the lonely kid with no friends. You think the kids are going to be nice. And when they had a makeshift fake party that all the parents were like, all right, we'll take them. It was one of those deals where, like, you would call me and go, are you going to Billy's party? Because if you're not going, we're not going. Like, nah, we got stuff to do. Landslide. And didn't realize that you wouldn't be the only two doing that. And then turns out it was a perfect storm. Well, this lady... Has a story. She put on the invitation. This is a picture of the kid, by the way. Oh, he's sad. <laughs> this is his birthday party. Why? Mom put on the thing, a birthday party for little Ian, and uh, vegan cake, vegan meal. Don't bring any food, and make sure that you tell me what the presents are before because he's got, you know... He's only allergens. Well, not even allergens, but like he's only allowed to have certain things. So you couldn't risk a present that would get banned because it's Taliban birthday. Vegan birthday cake and vegan. You, they're kids. My birthday. If you could whittle a toy. Yeah. Or. (laughs) Right. What kid wants a Geppetto? Imagine (laughs) trying to invite Brady to your birthday party and going, it's a broccoli party. We're vegan. So no cheese. One mention of dairy. Like Ah. the cake has no dairy in it. It's it's. That weird berries and whatever they bleh, ever have a vegan chocolate cake? Yeah. Not a flourless chocolate cake or a sugarless one. A vegan one where they don't use eggs, they don't use milk, they don't it's fruit. And they mash it all into this jam flavor and put some sort of weird brown in it. I haven't had that. I've had one of those oh. vegan chocolate chip cookies, you know, at the at Whole Foods. They uh, say they have. Vegan or organic? It says vegan. Nah, they're gross because they're leaves. It wasn't that bad, but uh, you yeah, know. come on, it was that bad. <laughs> Put it next. Stop it. Why don't you ever say things are? You but know, your cake. Three don't, don't you change direction no. on me here. I've you never know had the cake. better than anybody that a chocolate chip cookie made out of and grass is not good. 
Don't say it was okay. You're, three out of five. You're, yeah, you'd give it three out of five. I could have grabbed out of the wrong cabinet, too. <laughs> and I might have got an actual around. chocolate yeah, chip yeah. cookie. All right, well, then, f*** you for the there story. There could be that air. That's right. <laughs> Let's go with that. Because if you liked it, I'm calling bull. There's no way. That- hey, this isn't bad. Uh-uh, no. Yes, it's made with jams and figs. Oh, well, you can go fig yourself because I want a real <laughs> cookie. Don't you dare, vegans, serve cake without eggs and and don't tell me oh it tastes great uh uh-uh. uh and don't you dare if you're if your if your invitation to begin with is yelling at you right if yeah, exactly. why do you want to go so nobody good showed point. up to the party but if your food is so good and so good for you then eat it quit trying to make it taste like our good food i've said it for years impossible burger you don't want burgers you're admitting how good they are by trying to replicate them with grass stop it if you love eating salads and vegan stuff so much, just stick to it. And then I'd have more respect for you if you didn't try to make your food taste like meat. You don't want meat. Don't try to make everything taste like meat. All you're doing is admitting that meat is delicious. That's all you're doing. We've got to make this stuff taste like meat. I can't live like this. It's, it's impossible, Burger. Impossible to choke down. It tastes like but you invite- It's evangelizing our food. <laughs> it, it's annoying. Well, it's like evangelizing with like, but the guys over there at you Muslim can City. Because this tastes Muslim like meat. City. But the Muslims have some good ideas. We're going to make it kind of Muslim-like. No. You vegans, off with your... And don't have vegan parties without starting up the grill and, and, and realizing other people don't do that. Just because you're vegan doesn't mean we have to be when we're around you. It's like alcoholics. I, I respect... Uh, friends of mine who are uh, alcoholics and don't drink anymore and they don't make us not drink around them it's their willpower it's their problem these people wouldn't even and i get it it's your party but don't complain afterwards when you throw a vegan party and no meat eaters show up because it's a big fat you and the invitation that says it's a party for no one say no gifts or there's bars only (laughs) be more specific you you know what i bring that kid a plant enjoy it it's food and a treat I go pick up a 50-pound bale of hay. You put the words vegan only on an invitation. You might as well just show me my grandmother's hooey. It's unappealing. There's nothing about it I want to see twice. (laughs) I'm not going to that. I'm not drawn to it at all. Be a vegan. That's great. I'm going to be a meat-eating machine. If cows didn't have hair, I'd take bites out of them in the field. I like rare meat, and I like a lot of it. That's my living. What meat inside? You're gonna need a colonoscopy, and you're gonna find out. I don't care. We're all gonna die. I'm dying with a delicious meal in my belly. I'm not dying full of grass. I don't watch Al and my yard crew when I come home with those big piles of grass. Think, mm, I'm starving. That looks good. Nope. But if Al had a cow in the front yard, I'd be like, let's slaughter that immediately. I don't want to see it, but I want somebody to do it, and we're gonna grill that mother up right now. Vegan party. <laughs> Stop it. And one of those weird vegans, too, where they don't eat the cheese. Stop it. You're cursing in front Everyone's of Everyone's just right sitting now. around oh. that room right now. <laughs> oh, man. With that string of hay out of their mouth, hanging out, having a fun time at the party. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have the nerve to post a picture of your sad kid because you're forcing veganism down his throat. That You know what that kid wants for his birthday? A hamburger. A good one. A happy meal. Jam it in there. And you know what else he wants? Queso. Something fierce, maybe a couple of eggs. Do the experiment. Yeah. Give them that yeah. option. Give them the option. No vegan would do that. <laughs> You're trying to raise your kid vegan, nobody, because they realize the temptation of deliciousness. So good. Yeah, they would know the kid. Take a blindfold them and go, which one do you like? Because one of them is made of grass and uh, rabbit turds, and the other one is uh, is meat. Let's see what you like better. 
And what? You can't tell the difference. I love when they tell me that. You take a bite of that mushy, homeless guy's sock. and That's the impossible burger. Better than I expected, but still not good. And then you eat a delicious. Oh, that's a Whopper. Mm, <laughs> I know exactly what that is. The bread's different because the mucky pink water that soaks into it, that's meat. Don't have vegan birthday parties. The chances of kids being excited about your kid is zero. Zero. Vegan kids are Two not going to have good of, parties. Two plates of glizzies. You got the tofurkey oh, and, no. a, and, oh, and a beef frank. <laughs> I will say, sometimes that uh, fake turkey isn't bad. The uh, I don't even know what that's called. But it isn't made of plants either. I think it's just a different animal. It's not animal. choice one. <laughs> no. You. Well, no. It's turkey bacon. Oh, I guess it's still that's, turkey. It's still yeah. turkey. I'm thinking that's a replacement yeah. for bacon. Okay. Turkey. I, I, something still has to die for me to enjoy things. That's how I've lived my entire life. If something didn't die, this isn't worth it. That's the United States. We celebrate it all the time. Think of how many things and people have died for us to be where we are. Well, we celebrate that. I think that's the same way about meals. If my plate is full, if something didn't pass away... This is not a, a complete meal. Like part of the food That's chain. the commitment we're looking for. Right. That's, that's exactly what I'm looking for. If it, I need something that has died for me. I need a little sacrifice on my plate. I can't have <laughs> broccoli and lettuce. I love salads, but I usually, when they say, what protein would you like? And that's my new favorite question at restaurants. I'm like, good, something's got to die for me to enjoy the salad. I don't know, let's kill a chicken for today and throw that on there. Batman makes a good point. Plants are what food eats. Exactly. <laughs> Yes. And I love plants with a little dead things on them. Invite me to a vegan party and you uh, no wonder your kid's crying at the table. He's being raised with shackles all over his taste buds. He's going to be healthy. He's going to be pasty. Get that kid some iron. He takes vitamins every morning and he gets all he needs from his lettuce. Did he make this choice? No, it's how we're raising him. You're not giving him options. You're basically the North Korea of food options. This poor kid would love a Safeway rotisserie chicken right in front of him. I bet you he's not. Can't. Vegan. I bet you look at that and go, you can do this, Billy. Use your fingers. That's what men do. We don't use forks for those. We just dig in with our hands like cavemen. Because the second you crack that rotisserie chicken open for that vegan kid, he's questioning everything his parents have ever done. There's no but they put it up front when you first walk in because you know you smell it and you're like I gotta have whatever that is. Uh uh uh, Timmy, that's not for you. Here's your smoked cabbage. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy made you something special. <laughs> what is this? Impossible celery meat. That's right, impossible indeed. You couldn't have named this better with the word impossible in front of it. But how dare you post a picture of your son sobbing? Because his vegan birthday party, nobody showed up. You know why? Because you're running a bad restaurant. Ask Brady about that. He knows. When nobody shows up, it's your fault. You've done something wrong. It's not fair, but that's why things close. And birthday parties are no different. It's an invitation to your one-day business. And you put out a terrible product, nobody's going to beat it. Ask KDKB. Terrible product. Every day. (laughs) Nobody shows up. They can't figure out what's going wrong. But when no one shows up to your party... It's your fault. And I know Brett's going to laugh at this, but you've got to look inward. (laughs) That little kid with all that pizza, he's got a personality issue. Because if you have five free pizzas and like nine free game tokens at Chuck E. Cheese and you can't get any kids to show up, your kid's got some social issues. 
Or the parents are just dicks. Brady and I would have shown up to that not knowing the kid. Hey, Brady, I haven't. We would crash kids' birthday parties. <laughs> like, there's six free pizzas. If Pat's, I love Pat's Pizza Plus. It's, like, amazing. But if I found out that a kid's birthday party had Pat's and it was, like, nearby, I'm going to wander over and say happy birthday to that kid for a second just for the free pie. But if it's a vegan birthday party, I might punt your kid just for fun. That lady in Tucson was totally setting that whole thing up. Wait until the kids, how many kids come oh, yeah. there, you know, then you order your, you know, she, she didn't have to order all those pizzas. Deep down, she was passive aggressively recognizing that her son had no friends. So she overdid the presentation knowing none of them were going to show up for this dolt kid. This kid's an idiot. Bottom well, line is you I announced. I don't know where that kid is now. Oh, I don't know where he's dangling, but it's from a high, his feet aren't touching the ground, I'll tell you that. <laughs> that's all you hear when the wind blows. That's where little Jeffy is. But yeah. So she, I agree. She did that on purpose. She put five pizzas on the thing knowing no one was coming because her kids, something's wrong with them. And she's blaming all the other kids for not liking them instead of just deep down going, hey, you got to straighten it out. You're Evidently, you're a social pariah. I can't even draw kids to your party with free games and pizza. There's something wrong with you. I went to a couple birthday parties when I was a kid of kids I didn't like. Sammy Armijo and I got along. Then we didn't. And his mom still invited me to the birthday party. He was nine. There was ice cream. We went to Ferrell's. It was amazing. Oh, Ferrell's. Yeah. Ferrell's. Remember, we got the zoo. That place the best. We they got pound, the zoo. Yeah. I went to zoos. I went to that. <laughs> I, I ran to that. I didn't think Brian Watt liked me. No relation to TJ or JJ or Derek, but he doesn't count anyway. But Brian, we played baseball together, and I wasn't sure he liked me. I thought we were kind of like just baseball, but I get an invite to his birthday party. I'm like, I don't even think Brian likes me. So then it said on the bottom, pizza and ice cream. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to Brian's party. And I, so I ran over to the... Uh, whatever the music store was at the time in Fiesta Mall, R.I.P. Musicland. Musicland, that's yeah. right. And I went to Musicland, I got him a Duran Duran tape, and I, that Ooh. was my gift. And he didn't like it, I didn't oh. care. You got to go to Farrell's. Seven and the Ragged Tiger, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> and then I, and then I, for one reason or another, thought, these gifts are going over great. And I went to another guy, and I got him a Gap Band tape, and I crashed his part. I didn't remember who that was. The Gap Band, huh? Yeah. Duran Duran to the Gap Band? Yeah. The Drop the Bomb on Me was a big one for me, so I got it for him. I didn't realize that. Though. And who did No Parking Baby yet? Uh, Midnight Star. Midnight Star. I did one of those, too. Parking on the dance floor. That was for a girl. Oh, beep, beep. That was a girl named Amber. And uh, no relation to the one we know. <laughs> uh, maybe. I don't know. She might have been. Uh, she the other thing crazy is. You, well, wait. Because Amber's party, I bring her the uh, Midnight Star one. And then I was—I almost was reduced to tears because I thought I'd done really well with that because that was the current number one song, I think. And, and somebody brought her St. Elmo's Fire, which I think was even older. And all she wanted to do was play that. And then all the hot girls played that. And my tape just sat in the corner. Still had some rapping on it. I'm like, man, she just dismissed my That's whole... so nice, John. Yeah, Thanks. No, didn't care. All she wanted was St. Elmo's Fire. And we played that a thousand times. And then we got in the pool. Ate the pizza. But no vegan. She wouldn't have gotten the... Midnight Star tape, if yeah. it was a vegan party. And when she heard cut two on that Midnight Star Freakazoid, that got her <laughs> going. <laughs> you mentioned, yeah. I mean, the lady in Tucson, pizza and ice cream. Even if they're kids, uh, you know, no show on that party. Yeah. There's kids in that area. You guys want some pizza and ice cream right. for my son's birthday? And the family were like, oh, sure. Absolutely. You could, you could just you drop it off. Present. Brady's basically the St. Vincent de Paul of a kid's party's uneaten foods. <laughs> I used you to just go, drop that I off. I used to troll Saturdays for birthday parties. <laughs> it's like, this one's wrapping up. 
You guys probably don't want all this in your fridge for days. It's go moment on the lips. That's why I had so many mixtapes. Here's a mixtape. <laughs> Here, celebrate me home. And how about a little bit of that? What is that, Tigger? Nobody even ate the cake. This is great. I'll take this. Yeah, Brady's basically the wolf of kids' parties. He comes by and sees what's left and cleans it out. I got two fridges back at the house. You guys probably don't have enough room for this stuff. Put your head up, friendo. Tell you what I'm, I'm here to celebrate your birthday. <laughs> and then if you wandered in and said, hey, it's the party wolf. Coming in and say, oh, vegan party. Oh, you folks enjoy this. What, are you going to plant the rest of it? I have too many parties today. Sorry. What'd you serve here? Hibiscus tea? <laughs> Uh, you guys can do something I've never said before, and that's a whole bunch of f- off. Goat milk ice cream. Party Wolf didn't want any of our homemade m- woman milk <laughs> cake. You want to be a real vegan? Toss some of that mom milk in there as an ingredient to the cake. Ah, you heard me. You want to be a vegan? Squeeze out a little lactate. Put that in there and make that the milk that we make because you need it. A lot of them pump enough. You they reserve need the it. milk. Reserve a couple of pints. Super vegan. That's the problem with that one. I like the I like the ones that are just kind of. I don't eat meat. Oh yeah. So you just don't care. Well, fish don't have feelings. Like you're a pescatarian. You're the biggest crook on the planet. Well, I'll kill those. Some people just don't want meat because they don't like it. So don't call yourself vegetarian or vegan. But vegan. Yuck. And I know there are people who do it, and good for you. But don't have parties. And and if you go to a party, don't make the host make you a special meal either. You bring it with. BYO vegan. I've had barbecues and stuff. It's like, whoa, that guy's a vegan. Well, I guess he's not eating unless he doesn't bring something for himself. You're not going to cook him a tofu burger? I have no idea how to do that at all. I don't even know where to get one. <laughs> Screw a, you. I don't know where to buy it. B, I don't know what to do with it on fire. I'm going to melt it, I think. I don't know. He can do it himself. And then he's got to put it on my sloppy, juicy meat grill that I've never cleaned because it's better that way. Oh, can't have it. <laughs> touching right, touching, touching yep. meat. Yeah. Get your grass off my grill. But I feel bad for the little boy, but he's got no future at all. There's no way. You can't have a – You can't. again, Brady's right. The reason it had to stay a vegan party because if that kid that's being raised vegan – Saw all those kids eating that Safeway cake that said, sorry, you can't have any of this, Brandon. And then, like, meat and popsicles with beef on the top of them. <laughs> just like a Rodizio grill shows up. Some guy just cutting lamb at the table. And that little guy's got a plate of lettuce. He's looking around going, I'm getting f- on this deal here, aren't I? All these kids seem happy and healthy, and I'm, like, kind of skinny and weird. Just reminds me of that example the guy said he had. $10,000 in cash for the kid yeah. or a Kit Kat. <laughs> right. Well, it was an Oreo cookie. Oreo, and he's like, right, this yeah. is, And it was basically the, uh, it was a metaphor of kids make bad decisions, so don't let them choose their genders yet, because he goes, <laughs> give them two $10,000 rolls. And he goes, I'll tell you what, I'll give you half. Of it. Here's $10,000 for you. And the kid's looking at it like, okay. And he goes, or two Oreo cookies. And the kid's eyes light up at the cookies like, whoa, those are awesome. Puts it on the table. You can have $10,000 cash right here or or these cookies. You have to make a choice. And that kid's hand just goes, cookies. Halt. He's half done. It's like, all right, you, you, you choose the cookies. Yeah. Kids don't make good decisions. And that's true. Maybe he's just not materialistic. Uh, maybe you should shut the f- up. Kids don't make good decisions. But, yeah, vegan kid. And if veganism's so good, you shouldn't have to keep 
meet away from somebody who's trying. It's not like an addiction. It's not cocaine. You shouldn't have to be, you know, keeping your kids away from it. If it's such a great option, the kid should be, he'd be around it all the time going, I don't even want that. My food world is so delicious and amazing. That's not even appealing to me. But they know better. They know that our food's better. They know that we're better at it. And they just want to bark at you the whole time. But I know for a fact that if your food was good, you wouldn't try to make it taste like meat. That's just an announcement that you're not happy with what you're doing. Just eat meat at that point. Just eat meat. <laughs> Read about that doctor. I don't know if it was on a Rogan thing or another guy that back in the um, uh, 50s, the guy went over to uh, live uh, in, Ar- in the Arctic. No no vegetables there. So it was basically seal meat, some, some fish, Oof. and he did it for a year to see how his body would. Right. And he was a doctor and sure. of nutrition and all that. There's no difference from incorporating the, uh, you know, the that new year. Stuff. For, yeah. yeah. He's like, you, you can still get some. He's not saying, you know, there would be a difference if you're just eating nothing but meat. But look at Al Michaels, the heat that he's he never eaten a vegetable. I don't believe it. But still, he's 80. Make it work. There's one guy that I worked with in Wisconsin. He grew up. He said the same thing. Never eat a vegetable. Yeah. No Growing point. up. I like them, but I also like dead. Yeah, stuff. there's some. Uh, Jacob says, uh, my daughter has a bunch of food restrictions due to allergies. She has to eat like a vegan. Except uh, for having loads of meat, a normal pizza would put her into anaphylactic shock. But in her birthday, we got that special pizza she can have. Loads of good pizza for all of us normals. That was the party. Her problems aren't the world's problems. and She's being raised to accept that. Beautiful. For a while there, you couldn't go to Caliendo's house. If you'd eaten peanuts or had peanut M&Ms. I brought some over for the podcast once. And I forgot I brought a bag of of peanut M&Ms and I'm eating them. And he goes, what are you doing? I'm like, what? And he goes, those are Joey killers. His son, Joey. And I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but he's not even in this house. Like, we were in a second house. I'm like, he's in a different house. Yeah, I can't have him in here. Get out. And I had to go wash my hands and stuff in case I was going to, like, manhandle Joey. I had no intention. But if I touched something and peanut juice got on that thing and then Joey touched. And I understand being a little, it's your house, so I can follow that rule. But then I did go to the party that they had for their kids once, and it was full-on everything food, Italian everything. No peanuts, but still. Joey had to wash from a glass terrarium. <laughs> For a little while, we, in thought, the bubble? we thought maybe it was going to happen. Kirby bringing in, you wow. know, and, in uh, elementary school, you know, when you had to bring in, like, cupcakes on your birthday or whatever, there's always two or three. Yeah. Got to have uh, changed up. Yeah. They were dairy-free, nut-free. Oh, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love salad with, with meat on it. I, lo- I get a thing at the aftermath. It's amazing chopped salad. It's got eggs. Blue cheese dressing. Nothing about that thing's vegan. And then they're like, what do you want us to kill? That's what I hear when they say, what protein would you like? What would you like us to slaughter, kill, and put on this? And I have options. Shrimp. I like when shrimp die for me. I love when chicken dies for me. Sometimes a little pork ain't bad. Although pigs are probably the cutest of all of them. I don't want to get to know them, but I would eat them. Veal and pound it out extra. Uh, I, don't, I don't like veal. I'm not against veal. If you had a veal party, I'd part. Do you like veal? Oh. Italians do love veal. Oh. Soft little baby cow oh, yeah. meat. Serve it up. That's tough for me because they're adorable. <laughs> and not they just all are at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> On a plate, they're yeah, even they, more adorable. They all are. The veal gets me because I do think of that little baby. That, but again, that's what he was born to do. But the like, little, the little chicks and the little piglets yeah. and warm it up, cow. <laughs> they don't have baby chicken food. 
You know, that's the deflection. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> but they started out as that. We all start they out all as start out little as babies that. and we turn into edible pricks. <laughs> Cows are no different. They're born to be eaten. They're not... That we're not just going they out and hunting them. They're born. They to be all eaten. are. There's a rule, though, in the wild, like in hunting, that you're not supposed to shoot the babies. That's why Bambi lived. You just killed their parents. <laughs> they give the people yeah. can. They're get, delicious. Sure. Um, doe permits. You can get the. That's, that's a doe. It's a, a girl, one. though. Well, you can get um, the, the baby. Calf. Yeah, no, the I fawn. The fawn Come permit. On. You can't shoot a fawn. Oh. Kind of that Satan. was the thing when I you're went. Satan when I did. shot an antelope, this couple comes in with a. A antelope baby. fawn. Oh, see, and I she think shot that... it with her three fifty seven, and the guy puts it up on the table to oh. be processed. Is oh. there a limit on these? <laughs> oh, that's see, like, that's, oh. you're the devil. That's just you can't do that yourself. Put it in a rendering plant. This has got it with her gun, handgun. It's got to be illegal in almost everywhere. You got Wyoming. Yeah, okay, Wyoming. They just they're Relax, overrun by them. They're yeah, they're overrun by them. <laughs> yeah, Ted Nugent would even be like, "That's a bridge too far. Don't go shooting the babies." But, um, yeah, the veal thing, that's tough. Putting I'll eat that dogs. all day long. If we didn't ever know. I do love me a salad, though. But there better be some meat coming in after. I'll put some fish on it. I'll, anything. If something has to die for my salad. That's salad sacrifice, I call it. Uh, and I just like what this guy said. Vegans are C-words. That's just the email that came. <laughs> Vegans are C-words. <laughs> Sometimes, you're right. Uh when Brady's neighborhood, they have birthday parties. They do it from 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. weekdays. <laughs> Brady can't go crash them. You know, there's this party at my stream. We got to keep the party wolf out. Don't leave a little early. The party wolf. Out. Oh, you should do that. Hey, I saw you wrapping up, pulling the balloons down. Let's take a look and see what the kids left behind. Ooh, meat lovers, two slices. But yeah, vegans. When you have parties, you have to recognize we're not interested in. And your kid can't be sad. All vegans today make the test and recognize the error in your ways and put a burger in front of your kid. And if he likes it, let him have it. It isn't going to kill him. You're still in control of how much he's getting. Is it a healthier lifestyle? I don't know, probably. But it is a delicious one. Meat. Meat. Then I saw another article. I loved this. It was a series of, I was thinking about this the other day too, a series of secrets that people keep from everyone in their lives that they need to get off their chest, but they will never do. Um, one of them was, uh, this is a good one. And this is a type, this, like, this floats around all over the city. Like, there's a lot of people listening will be like, I've got one like this. Uh, my little brother was a drug addict. I was arrested for possession of illegal drugs at my parents' home. He was selling them to kids in the neighborhood. My mom couldn't believe what was going on. Um, she couldn't uh, tolerate that her little baby was going to go to jail. She will never know that I'm the one who called the police. Oh, man. He ratted his own brother out to get him thrown out. Yeah, that's a good one. And he's like, what was he doing know. again? He was uh, selling drugs to minors in the neighborhood. Mm. And when he found out, he's like, I'm calling the cops on him. Uh, yeah, this one says, my oldest brother, who is 15 years older than me, is my half-brother. Aside from my parents, I'm the only one who knows this. He's framed his entire life after the lineage of my dad, who he thinks is his dad, who actually adopted him when he was uh, married to my mom. He'll never know. He had a baby this month, a little girl, and uh, my dad, his stepdad in reality, is in love with the granddaughter. It's going to be on my shoulders 
to tell him when my parents passed. But why would you tell him when the parents passed? Just let him die with that. Why would you have to break the news to him at all? If you're the only one who knows when this when the parents are, he dies with you. These are those go to the grave ones. Uh, the other one was, uh, I can't even come out to my parents as bisexual. They'd think the devil had something to do with it. So I can never tell anyone that I'm also a furry. Whoa. He's got fetishes that's and he's more. bisexual. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a foot fetish and it stems from the fact that I used to have foot play fun with my sister. Yeah. But it wasn't sexual when they were kids. Yuck. Uh, I hate my grandmother. Can't stand her. Uh, and I'm uh, not too busy to visit her before she dies. My mom keeps trying to make me go. Uh, and so I'm going. I visit her. I pretend to like her, but I can't wait till she dies. And my mom will never know this. And I'm also not going to the funeral. Uh, the next one says, I'm happy my older brother passed away. I fake tears every time my mom starts talking about it. But I'm really happy he's gone. He was a junkie. He overdosed at the age of 43. He left four kids behind. I don't have any respect for him. But my mom would lock up and die herself if she ever thought I didn't like him. Isn't that crazy? There's I think some of those, you know, like that one, you know, getting, cracking that feeling about your brother are rightful feelings yeah. or just, you know, that their mom, I don't know if his mom would, you know, I understand the situation, but getting it yeah. out there eventually. I just don't want to say, yeah. I hate him. She said that at a certain point, eh, I'm better off keeping it to myself. Yeah. Uh, this one says, I am the only one in our family, other than my mom, who knows that my mom actually killed my dad uh, when he had his terminal illness. She Kevorkian the dad, somehow. Medicine, something, don't know. But she's the one who ended it. And the other brothers and sisters don't know. Uh, I got baptized, and my father doesn't know. He's Muslim. My mom's Christian. I just told her I'll never tell my dad. He would leave my mother. He can't even have a religion. This is pretty great. Uh, that's a weird one. Uh, my girlfriend is pregnant and going to keep it. My friends and family are all happy for me, and I'm pretending to be happy. But every night before bed, I pray that it dies. <laughs> he doesn't want it at all, but he's got no say. So he's rooting for a miscarriage. When the baby comes, you're going to be fine. You have to yeah. adapt to that kind of stuff. But I get that fear. Should have called Dr. Lynn, pal. Secrets. I've had people that have... There's like, people that had that before, and like you said, they like, I would never thought... That that, yeah. that baby or that would change my life. One of them was... Dis- In a good way. Yeah, one of them was disgusting and said, my mom will never know, but my sister and I lost our virginity to each other. It was basically saying they were goofing around as kids. That's one that... Uh, and they were 13, 14. It was a long story, and he's like, and we just started playing around, and the next thing you know, it's like, what do we do if we do this? They And there was that repressive, nobody talks about it kind of upbringing, so they didn't really know... They just knew that they were kind of excited for some reason. And he's like, I'm going to put this here and did it. And they did it. <laughs> what if she got <laughs> But of course you wouldn't tell your parents that. You go to the grave with it. You, those are, there's certain yeah. go-to-the-grave secrets. Yeah. There's a load of go-to-the-grave secrets. Uh, this guy says, I've got one, John. It says, I killed a vegan once. Seemed like the right thing to do. The party was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Did you eat him afterwards? Because it would have been a better meal. 
Yeah. And there are people out there right now driving right past this building with a go to the grave secret. And not like one where, you know, you put your thumb in your butt when you... None of those things. Like, I like pleasure. A lot of people like that. And that, that could be a... I mean, butt for someone else, that's a go to a grave. But is it... It's really... There's a ton of butt play. If you've killed someone, you know... Yeah. Uh, you know, even if it was a beneficial kill for someone, or if you've done... You know, there's that, uh, that one Black Mirror episode where they're driving along in Iceland and some bicyclist goes in front of them and, and they were drunk and high while they're driving... And they hit the bicyclist, and he dies on the road. And there is was like nobody anywhere close. And so they're looking at each other, going, "We're going to jail forever. We can't make this call." And so they bag the dude up and throw him off this cliff into some water. And his bike goes in too. And uh, somehow or another, it starts to trace back. And the lady and the guy who killed the thing, like twenty years later, hanging, and he comes to her and he goes, "I got to tell. I can't live with a secret anymore. I've got to say something." And she kills him in her hotel room. It's a great episode. But then there's this this weird surveillance camera that catches just the two of them together right before that guy disappears. And it all starts. And so the the detective that's kind of on, it's like this guy disappeared, and there actually is a video thing of him in your room for a second, and then we never see him again. And then so she has to kill the, it's this domino. She's got to oh, keep killing her. Oh, it's awesome. Oh. But you, you know, it never really stops unraveling. No witnesses. I'm uh, noticing that Brett is very quiet right now. And I'm yes. not asking for any confessions, my friend. <laughs> He's like, she's Bunch doing what she's got to do. Uh, I don't know about you, John. Going back to your other conversation. I am a vegan through and through. I eat vegetables and that is all. Sign Nathan Southern. Uh, all right. I figured he'd all pipe in. All right. You bastards. Yeah. But if you've got to go to the grave secret and you want to get it off your chest, you can anonymously email me, Holmberg at 98KUPD, and I won't say a thing. I don't, I don't think I have a go to the grave secret. Not yet. I don't think I have one. Go to the grave with it. This I, guy's not never harmed back at all. I've told the secrets like, you know, we all stole at Tony Roma's. That's not right. <laughs> well, this isn't so much a go to the grave secret. It says uh, he's not holding back. Dear Holmberg's morning sickness. F that. I hate my mother, and she knows it. F you, Lynn. You lying whore. <laughs> I don't know. That's a, that's more of a. Well, he's got it off his shoulders. But well, that's yeah. more of a shout up from the rooftops. Uh, yeah. that's not a secret so much yeah. when you tell well, the radio station. Maybe it was at one point. Now he's just getting it out there. That could be. He's kept this in the whole right. time. He's always wanted to scream at his mother. Well, on second thought, we shouldn't have let uh, Ryan eulogize his mom. There's <laughs> one thing to say about this bitch in a box. F you, Lynn. Lying whore. And some moms are lying whores. Not all moms are great. We've met women who are like, that chick's nuts. She's got a couple of kids. Oh, look at Britney Spears. Ah, scary. Um, there you go. That's right. Nuts to you. <laughs> no, nuts to all Everybody. <laughs> Evidently, she yeah. did another knife dance. Yeah, I saw that. And she put them up against her throat. But now I don't care because nobody seems to care about her. Why am I feeling anything for Brittany? Why do I sit back and say, oh, you've got you to do something about this? Why? She, uh, I told you this this morning when she broke up with Justin Timberlake, all this memoir stuff's coming out. Yeah, I just, she had a two-week rebound breakup fling with Colin Farrell. That was when Colin Farrell yeah. was banging everybody. Yeah, too. 
Uh, ready for this one? Yeah. Brace yourselves. I've got a going to the grave secret. Just happened a week ago. The clothes dryer was going, and it was making a loud banging like there was a boot in there. I investigated the noise, opened the dryer. My daughter's clothes were inside, and in and amongst her things was a butt plug. (laughs) I'm going to the grave with this. (laughs) Your daughter's butt plug got into her laundry and tumbled around like a boot in the dryer. Ugh. Sounds like you're trying to email Izzy oh, instead of us. Oh, no! You, that's you, a KDKB story. No, no, that's for a son's butt plug, a girl's oh, butt okay. plug. That's a good girl. <laughs> She's, but that just basically means your daughter's boyfriend is is getting all the road. He's driving in the left side of the road and the right side of the road. He gets to play England and America. He is crossing borders, and there are no walls. There is no Trump. That guy gets to freely move from here to there, and she's prepping for it. All right. And all I can say to you is uh, you are my nominee for Father of the Year. You've raised a good one. She's so cavalier with her butt plug, it's in her laundry. (laughs) What do you need to dry it for, lady? Those things air dry. You put them out on the clothesline. You don't put that in the dryer. Your dad's going to look. All I have to do is ask you, sir, whose name I won't use, uh, how old is she? There's the real damaging part. Because if he fires back like 14, you got a big problem on your hands. <laughs> butt plugs in the dryer. Butt plugs in the dryer. Not a bad band name. A little long. But butt plugs in the dryer is something I... I think it's going to... There's <laughs> some good, good music coming if out of that If I band. saw that on the marquee, driving by Marquee Theater, and said, yeah. Tuesday, butt plugs in the dryer, I'd be like, I'm going to go watch that. I think I'm going to spend the $11 to see BP in the D. Butt plugs. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking it's country music for some reason. Butt plugs in the dryer. Yeah, country I don't know, music? It just sounds like a, a line in the country. If you go with the BP and the D, though, that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty good. That sounds BP and the D. And you're like, yeah. what's that stand for? Butt plugs in the dryer. I'm thinking more kind of a KDKB occasional acoustic set. Yeah, there's definitely acoustic. Yeah, they're drawing people in with butt plugs in the dryer because, like, who can't relate at KDKB to that problem? Oh, I dried my butt plug again. <laughs> That's all hot, oh, hot, oh, hot, 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 hot. I don't mind a warm one. It's like a seat heater. <laughs> anyway, that's horrible, and I'm sorry for you. Yeah, if you're, you got to go into the grave secret, everybody's got something, but I don't know. I got to go into the grave, and I think if you ask me, I'd tell you. For the most part, as long as it doesn't make somebody else like. Like I've got like I have things that other people would be hurt by if I told. So that's not a yeah. going to the grave secret. That's a protecting someone else secret, and it's not something that I'm like keeping from everyone because it it's just one of those respectful things. Like I know you went through this. Why would you do that? Yeah, I know you went through this, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm gonna bring your pain back through my chatter. I think we've all got that where we know something about someone and we're like, don't that's not kosher to that's their thing. If they want to talk about it, let them talk. about it. But uh, butt plug in the dryer is definitely something I'm going to tell everybody. This guy says, I've got to go to the grave. My dad and his neighbor have been friends for 20 years. The neighbor's daughter had a boyfriend who would uh, uh, be on her. I said, my dad confronted the boyfriend and his boyfriend, and they jumped him, put him in a coma for two days. They got off on a technicality. 
Uh, two months later, my brother and I got a call from my dad to meet him at Circle K nearby the house. My brother, my dad, and I beat these two guys up so badly that one of them is paralyzed. To this day, the cops think it was a bunch of uh, gang members that jumped him, but really it was me and my dad, my brother, getting revenge. They have a vowel in their last name? This one says, careful who you F with, Scott. <laughs> well, you're kind of giving the game away there from your crime. Anyway, I don't know anything. This is one of those moments where the police are going to come to us. What's that email? I'm like, ah. If it's going to the grave secret, you should have kept it at the grave. Oh, okay. Got the email back from dad with the butt plug. Daughter's 19. Oh, okay. So she's going to issue. So she's also got an STD. You know, well, the butt plugs, yeah, you don't have to worry about that. You she's, can talk about that. You can, yeah. That's, she's, she's got, if she ever says, sparkin' devils, I assume there's a butt plug involved. I watch college football at ASU, and I'm like, look at all. No wonder they're all standing up. They've all got butt plugs in. ASU is butt plug central. They should probably have little sparky forkum butt plugs. I bet you he's on like half of them. I think you get one once you, like, enroll. Instead of books. Yeah, at the bookstore, you go, all right, you get four books. That's $38,000, and here's your free butt plug. The books are so expensive, but the butt plug is worth it. Yeah, 19 She's been wearing that thing for four years. You're way behind. These girls today, they're into butt play. Oh, boy. This guy says, uh, this isn't my story, but a guy I know uh, told me a story that his brother caught his wife with another guy, grabbed the guy and dragged him out into the yard. Uh, he had him in the yard, and they had a fight. He ended up uh, slitting his throat. The guy I worked with was called by his brother to come help him get rid of the body, and they haven't told anybody. <laughs> Things told, happen. He told me he threw him in the Verde River. All right, you guys are putting me in a position here with these emails. <laughs> I, I was expecting you to say, Wake like, Up I, Song brought to you by... I, I shaved my mom's head yeah, once and told her trouble. she had cancer. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of one that you get. These are murders. Yeah, that's forever. Oh, no. I'm going in Wake the other room. Song. I don't want to hear that. I want more of these. No, I'm going in the other room. When I was about eight. Not being an accessory. <laughs> when I was about eight years old. I'm not saying names, trust me. Uh, I was sexually assaulted by the that, babysitter. Uh, my parents were gone, and no one in my family knows, but right now she's causing a lot of problems. So uh, I have this in my back pocket in case it gets worse. Wow. Uh, and then another one says, uh, uh, butt plugs in the dryer's first hit single has to be Scorched Anus. By the way, is that guy's daughter single? She's at ASU. She's playing the field. And she's doing it with a limp, I'm guessing. Stop confessing to murders. That wasn't the point of me bringing this up. You notice that everybody on here was like, I'll never tell that my brother's dad is not really his dad. Those I can tolerate. You tossing people in the Verde River. <laughs> Great. Now the cops are going to come. Susan will be happy, but I'm going to be miserable digging through my email. And there's this one. My wife and I had a few threesomes with my friend's wife when he would pass out drunk. <laughs> now that is what I'm, this is what I'm talking about. You get the one wife really plastered drunk, she goes to sleep, and then you, uh, or the husband, and then you, you hammer his wife right there in the house while this guy's out like a light. I still go biking with him every other weekend. He has no idea. Golden. Do I get pass out drunk? No, I got a few friends I bike with. All right, nope, never mind. Nope. I don't pass out drunk. I'm a professional. You get pass out drunk, that's the risks you run. Uh, trains being run on your wife while you're asleep on the couch. It's on you. It's on you, man. Head on a swivel, bro. 
That's probably why in college we draw on each other when we pass out, teach you a lesson. Hey, passing out, bad things happen. You're going to have a train run on your wife if you keep this kind of thing up. You can't pass out drunk. can't be a blackout drunk. Is this more murder? No. A secret I'm taking to the grave was after my soon-to-be fiancé broke up with me, I hooked, hooked up with a 400-pound girl in the rebound. Am I ashamed? Yes, I am. Was it good? Oh, yeah. It was good. <laughs> you hit a 400-pound. I'd take that to the grave. Are you kidding me? I'd get in the grave faster. I'd, I'd be manufacturing the grave it. right now. Was he likes some biggins. Well, he said, was it good? He said, oh, oh yeah. yeah. No, he enjoyed it. 400-pounder, though? How big was the X? Oh, that's true, too. I never thought of that. 300. He's this like, this guy says, in the 80s, my sister was on a field trip and uh, said she got uh, touched inappropriately while riding a wave at Big Surf. She has no idea who did it to this day. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I do. That kind of stuff happens. Statue limitations. Yeah. I'm, I, uh, there's, you can't confess to murders. I am going to have to give those emails to people now. Like, if they ask. Nothing I can do about it. I'm just reading them as they come up. If you're going to confess to murder on the show. That's why I'm not reading nothing. <laughs> not I don't mind. I think it's good for me. You didn't have to read them. Yep. <laughs> I didn't know they're coming up. You're emailing me. Everything that comes through in the email is readable. If you put the word anonymous on it, that's great. But you confess to tossing a body in the Verde River, I feel a certain responsibility. Good Lord. The butt plug thing was where we should have drawn the line, people. I murdered a guy once. Did I ever tell you about that? No. Yeah, that's what I'm taking the grave. Murdered a guy touched me in this river. Here's the evidence pile. It's in my yard. You can't go murdering folk. And I hate my mom. <laughs> no kidding. Good Lord. Uh, we're divorced now for obvious reasons. But the night we got married in Vegas, I banged a hooker in our hotel room because my wife passed out drunk. <laughs> On your wedding night? Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Man, oh man. All right. Yeah, this is brutal. I'm not reading any more of your murder stories. You guys are scary. <laughs> when I said it's out amongst us, I had no idea. People are dying to spill the beans. Evidently. Brett, email me anonymously. I want to nope. I want to know your story. Nope. I'm not uh, even listening to what you're saying over here. What do you here. got on the big board of musical treats? I don't know. All right. <laughs> you don't even know that? No. Those emails I'm didn't not even paying attention to, to that I'm either. I'm not looking at nothing, nothing. that comes through. I, I nothing can't, you say right now. I can't wow. read. I've never been able to read. <laughs> Wake Up Song brought to you by our buddies over at Action Ride Shop. Josh and the boys are having their big sidewalk sale tomorrow. Uh, starts at about 10 a.m. Uh, apparel, snowboard boots, ski boots, uh, the new and used skis, decks, New and used bikes, all kinds of demos going on, uh, bike racks, car racks, everything you need. They got it going on right now. Tons of deals. So make sure you're going out there. It starts at 10, going until about 4. I'm going to swing out there for a little while, too. But ActionRideShop.com is where you get your details, as well as going to the store right there on Gilbert Road in Southern. Here's one. Oh, no. I'm not listening. La, la, no, listen. La, 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 this la, la. isn't a confession. Okay. Anything bad. Although if I'm served with search warrants, you know I'm giving them up, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm letting That's you why know. I'm not listening. I'm fine with that. Uh, one girl noticed that my most recent girlfriend looks a lot like my sister, and I am very close with my sister. She's my best friend. She's super pretty. Something I haven't told everybody is that when it comes to dating girls, 
I pick them based on if they look like my sister or not. I've never confessed this. It's definitely a quality I enjoy in other women. I'd never do anything with my sister, but the girls I like look like her. She's kind of my dream girl. (laughs) Your sister's my dream girl, too, by the way. Wow. Oh, my goodness. This one says, I was sexually assaulted in a dark alley once. I'm visually impaired, so I have a white cane. It makes me an easy target. When the whole thing was over, I remember a female voice whispering in my ear, it's our turn. Well, I think I know who did that. I think I'm, I think I'm familiar with the assailant. This is crazy. All right, on the list, uh, we've got Corn, uh, Code Orange, Falling in Reverse, Judge, Anthrax, Rise Against, The Warning, uh, Queensryche, White Zombie, Knocked Loose, uh, BLS, <laughs> And uh, this guy wanted a, a little SOD this morning because he emailed and says, Hey, Bert, play Kill Yourself by SOD for my douchebag boss forcing me to fly out of town on football Sunday. Can't wait to quit this job. Eat a D, Gary. <laughs> That's right, Gary. <laughs> Who books flights for their employees on Sundays? Gary. Oh, that's brutal. Yeah. Now, in a way, can't you just ask Gary for a red eye and just have a, a rough Monday? I, I don't know. You know, the church appreciates you going on the road to do a little uh, man, oh man. out-of-state <laughs> preaching. This guy Hope says, you have a good Sunday, Pastor. <laughs> I have this work thing I have to do Thursday mornings, and I use it to hide bodies on the west side. Oh, my God. Brett just fired over I an email. <laughs> nothing. Oh, my God. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Well, this is a two-minute song by the Stormtroopers. He's next day. to me. <laughs> Kill yourself for Gary. Yeah, eat a D, Gary. Yeah. My goodness, yeah. Well, when the police show up, everybody who confessed, I am handing over your emails. That's just a thing. Count on it. Horrifying. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Uh, It's just about that time for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report. Of course, it's brought to you by our friends over at Hooters. Tomorrow, Hooters is going to be at Dixon Flannel. We know them well. That place is awesome. If you can, ask them if they can see their gym. It's one of the nicest gyms I've ever seen in my life inside the Dixon Flannel place. But they're going to be over there for Sausage Fest. Brady also probably going to make an appearance. Well, you know. (laughs) (laughs) 10 to 4 o'clock. The party wolf will be there at the end to make sure all the sausage is taken care of. Stop by, get a hot dog, a cold beer, served by Hooters girls, and head on over to Hooters for fight night, too, because they got the UFC 294 happening tomorrow. No cover, which is the best part of watching fights. Hooters doesn't charge you to come in there and watch them. No cover at all the Valley locations. So they'll see you not only at Hooters, but at uh, Dixon Flannel. That is over the uh, Priest and Elliot. Yeah, it's right by the old radio by station. The old radio station. Yeah. It's where the Fuddruckers used to be. It's yeah, by... it's, it was the old Levitt's, I think. Uh, yeah, that's right. Store. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's over a black there. building. You'll see it. It's an awesome spot, yeah. and the stuff inside's amazing. So head on over there. Thanks to Dixon and Hooters for this Brady Report. Brady Report. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Happy National Memog- Memog- Memography <laughs> Day. <laughs> Holy, you crap. are so. I would have skipped Scared that one. Scared of boobs. <laughs> that mammography is too hard to say. I'm talking about I can't say it. Happy mama, 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 Whoa, mama. Try it again. Happy jugs photographing no, day. Do it with a little pace. Day. Pace it. Do a little pace. Try again. Happy National Mammography Day. There you go. 
so much You were raised with so much sexual repression. Mammographies make you nervous. Oh, it's still talking about the dirty milk pillows. <laughs> oh, man, I like that one a lot. I like mammograms better. It's like a cracker. Oh. Yeah. All right. Because he's because he it stopped being about boobs. Yep. Mammogram is a delicious boob shaped cookie. <laughs> Treats. Mammography is a very serious, incredible serious. thing about. Uh, what was that? <laughs> Brady's testing out a lot of impressions here and he's throwing me. What was that one? That was uh, Travolta. Oh, <laughs> what? It was. <laughs> Oh, that's when I do his series. Yeah. I see. Well, that's I always a, laugh at that. That's an honor. I appreciate it. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> You're quoting me, and I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what you did. I, didn't, I just knew it was a different voice. I'm like, why is he doing that? <laughs> now I don't even know what I was talking about. You just threw me off with weirdness. Because we can't talk about boobs and be adults with you. Mammographies are gross. Slut! <laughs> Couple of basis fun facts. <laughs> that's not your husband. He shouldn't be touching those. He's a doctor. Slut! The Verrazano Narrows Bridge in New York City was misspelled for 58 years. It's named after an explorer named Giovanni de Verrazano. Oh! Oh! One of Brett's people found this side to the other. Oh, well, look at that. His last name has two Zs. The bridge only had one from 1960 until it was finally changed in 2018. Is it Verrazano or Verzano? Verrazano. Verrazano, okay. The White House was totally open to the public through the early 1900s. Andrew Jackson had to spend the first night as president in a hotel because 20,000 people were partying at the White House Just after his inauguration. Teeming with people. 20,000? 20, 20,000. Back when... So the Travis Scott concert? I mean, Jesus. Right. Yeah, it was Astro World. <laughs> he was a huge Jackson supporter. Surprisingly, Travis Scott was really behind Andrew Jackson. <laughs> Considering Jackson's views, you didn't think he'd get the vote of Scott, but Scott couldn't vote, so it didn't matter. The phrase blowing smoke up your butt comes from the late 1700s when doctors would give tobacco en- enemas to drowning victims to resuscitate them. Huh. Did it work? Evidently I not. Kept, I was looking. I don't think. Because I think that's where it means. It might have worked one time. Like, hey, this works. No. Let's, let's go with I it. I think that's why the phrase of it comes from like, this means nothing. You're not accomplishing anything. You're just blowing smoke up my ass. Like what you're doing right now has no meaning. <laughs> trying to make me feel better in a bad situation. According to a new poll about uh, adults dressing up for Halloween, 63% of adults say they are not dressing up this year. I am. I did band practice last night in my new four-inch heels. Ladies, I tell you what, a couple hours on those bad boys. 22% say they will be in costume this Halloween. Most of them are younger adults. Only 5% of folks 65 and older are into it this year. A whopping 88% of boomers say they're definitely not dressing up. One of our veteran listeners says, here you go, Brady. It's mammograms. Oh. Marshmallow centers with a little pink and surrounded by blacks. (laughs) Black wafers, I mean. Oh, mammogram. 
Menomenography is the uh, it's the act of charting mammograms. If Ronnie ever has to go in for an enema anamogram. Oh my God, it's going to be a... <laughs> you got to wear M&M's and the mammograms. What? <laughs> the New York Times got their hands on an internal memo from United Airlines. And they're making a switch next Thursday, October 26th, on how their, their boarding process is now a new new deal. Um, people with disabilities, uh, the pre-boarding will still happen. Parents with young kids, military, so forth. But uh, people with window seats are next. Oh. Then middle seats and aisle seats are last. Um. If you are buying the basic economy, uh, they'll also be the last group. Basic fares don't let you choose your seat. So even if you, you could still end up with a window, but you're still the back of the line. It's called the Wilma system, short for window middle aisle. Oh, it was like the Wilma from Fred. Yeah. That's Wilma! Right. See if that works a little bit better when you're loading. I'm flying set jet. Screw that. Yeah, that's exactly right. I don't have to worry about any of this yeah. on set jet. Would you like the couch? I don't, a window. Everybody gets a window. Oh, set jet. God, I love you. <sighs> remember? Oh, last, I remember. Last week, seven days ago at three o'clock, wheels up, set jet. We're wheels down 323. The cool part was our chairs not only went back and forward like recliners, they went side to side. And you could like move into the aisle. It, like when you're sitting next to a guy, you can scoot away from him. Yeah. Oh, God dang it. What a brilliant company. What a product. And now it's time for some science news. All right. Hello, my friends. Professor Brady Bogan here with your science news. There were a ton of headlines this week about the Devil Comet. Three times larger than Mount Everest. What? That's heading towards Earth. So are we doomed? No. Yes, we are. It won't hit us, but it could become visible to the naked eye this April. It's the devil comet. It's heading directly towards Earth. Hearing more and more about comets. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we can find them more and more. Like we see more. We were living blind for years. Yeah, we were living in the... We're going to get pounded by one. Eventually. I mean, we used to. Eventually, this whole thing twists into another asteroid belt. That's the reason the moon looks the way it does. You think that thing just showed up that way? It got peppered. It survived it, too, which is impressive. And by the way, all the moon. So it's two directions. It's happened a couple of times. Pop, 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 pop. We're going to get hit eventually. That's why the dinosaurs are like, you'll see. NASA posted a photo of last Saturday's solar eclipse taken by a satellite one million miles away. It shows the entire U.S., in the moon's shadow. Cool. At least a partial shadow of yeah. another contribution. And we may not have to worry about the whole asteroid comet thing. We're going to do it to ourselves eventually if this Gaza, Israel, Muslim, Jew, Catholic thing gets any further along. Uh, uh, would you rather have what we have currently, which is a pretty good eye on this stuff, or just look up in the sky one day and go, what's that? And then it's over that i think i would too i don't want to be told about the comet that's definitely going to hit us 
Yeah, you see it in April, and it's like, oh, it's taking a turn. Yeah, I want the Brady. We have uh, 12 hours. I want the Brady, like, Valderie Valderas thing when it comes to stuff that's going to smush us. Yep. I don't want Although, Morgan Freeman can you ma- No, no, no. Can you imagine the panic oh, when God. they tell the rubes of, and me too, I'd become one of them. Like, you'd be like, oh, no. We've, and they put the clock on. And you may or may not survive, but this is definitely going to occur. We don't know where it's going to hit. We have a pretty good idea, and it's going to F stuff up. Bad. And the whole planet. And you're like, well, great. And then, you know, you'll see those spaceships going up with billionaires leaving. <laughs> all the penises. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's, why, that's why the billionaires have been, like, on, like, <laughs> that's all you'll hear. <laughs> what are those? Oh, those are those billionaire rockets. They're going to float around. The moon's going to catch it if we're catching it. I mean, let's, I mean that's going to screw stuff up if it's big enough to get rid of us all. But I'd rather not. I'd rather be like the dinosaurs and just kind of grazing, looking around, going, "Hey, Bert, was that that yesterday? The fire? No. Anyway, back to the eating, <laughs> and then <laughs> you're done. I don't want scientists to tell us in April, and don't tell me at Thanksgiving in April. Yeah, good chance this yeah. thing's going to start getting close enough to screw with you. I don't want to know that. Yeah, can you imagine the raids? Oh, the in panic! Vegas? Everybody in Vegas just oh, goes. Here the we go! Theft, the the violence, the true human nature starts to come out where everybody just does whatever they want. There's no Katie bar the door situation. CNN did a big write up on a Danish fashion brand that created a faux leather jacket made by bacteria. Ew! They use something called bacterial cellulose. Kind of, uh, I saw a picture of the jacket. It's bright yellow. Looks like a yellow jacket that got hit by a bus. Kind of the tire ran over. The back of a woman's 300-pound thighs. It's like an odd color. You could see Brady. (laughs) You could agree. Oh, you can pull the picture up. Oh, all right. But you've seen it, so I'm asking you. Yeah, I don't... I didn't see that. Dimply... (laughs) You don't want to own it. (laughs) The fat lady thigh coat. (laughs) But you say it's yellow and it's patchy. Black. There's black splats all over it. Kind of. Right, like the back of a... 400 pound woman's thighs. Just got Ugh. dots that are so deep they're black they look like. Yeah, maybe. maybe. All right, let's see the pigs. I just heard Bring cellulose and heard cellulite. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would draw you towards it. Bacterial coat. Just wear a regular coat. Archaeologist. Ew. Steely Ugh. colors. I don't mind that part. It just looks dirty. It looks like somebody rolled Paddington. Yeah. And ro- <laughs> It's, it's, people over it. 50 yeah. second. it's the evidence they found after Paddington was murdered. Beaten up. Yeah. Beaten to a pulp. <laughs> Beat the bejesus out of Paddington. Took his yellow coat. And look at the damage that was done. It used to be such a nice coat. Archaeologists unearthed the tomb of an Egyptian queen and found jars filled with 5,000-year-old wine. Ooh. They don't know if it's red or white. And you can't drink it. Why? It's no longer liquid. Oh, it's goo. Ugh. Yeah. They just found her? Yeah, they're finding tombs. I know they find the tombs, right but they just found this one. Yeah. 5,000-year-old tombs. That's cool. That's I'd your science move. love to stumble across that someday. Even if it was from the 60s, I'd still be excited. Just find some tomb. Some, like, not a dead body buried, like, in the you know, out there playing four-wheeling out there by you know, Terminator and stuff. And there's Dutchman's a, bu- gold. a foot sticking up, and I can see a Reebok. That's too new. Some sort of, like, actual burial. The Dutchman would be neat to find all those old prospectors out there and 
their little hats and pickaxes and skeletons. That's neat. Go up there toward what is it? Uh, is it Montezuma's Castle up there? Yeah. At Cliff Castle? Never been there. That's, he hasn't. It's kind of neat. Oh, that's cool. They found that. He's never been there. Montezuma was never there. Really? Nope. Well, the Montezuma. He was yeah. a little no, farther just, south. Well, wasn't he just he? named it after him. It was just oh, okay. not a, a crazy story about that. Hmm. Uber Eats uh, just did a little released a report on the most requested um, things on delivery. No onions was the mo- number one request. Big one. I, I hit that button too. But the biggest things, the most um, delivered item, are burrito bowls with cheese. No kidding. Hmm. Burrito bowls are number one. Build the wall. Most unexpected food combo: steak with jelly. <laughs> oh, what kind of jelly? Like <laughs> mint jelly just like or grape? They have to have some sort of steak jelly There's that we don't know about. You would know about this. What kind of jelly goes on steak? I know the, the, the closest thing I could think of is, uh, you know, with lamb, you use a mint jelly. Yeah. But I've never heard the steak and... Jelly? Yeah. But maybe a grape, a grape jelly because no. of... Hillbilly? Little, little wine action, you know. You no. Drink wine, man. Yeah. You freak. What are you, four years old? That's if you let your kids cook. Mint steak and jelly and corn nuts. There's four dudes that uh, jacked a meat truck. $400,000 worth of beef was in this 53-foot trailer. Jack the meat truck, another good yeah. one. <laughs> they were, uh, it was in Tampa, Florida, and the company KB Farms had a GPS tracker attached to the container, the meat, so they were able to track it down. The four guys took the uh, meat container to a veggie farm. Hmm. They got two of the dudes. The other the other two are on, on the lamb still. By the way, people listening online are struggling because evidently you've got the whistle back. Oh, yeah. I know. Is it back? I was going to isolate it. Clear the, clear I thought the it might have just ahead. been me. Give a snort or something. No, no, just, I'm, I've got your mic turned off. I'll go off. blow your nose or something. Yeah, yeah, do, do one of those. I'm not, mic's off, so we can't hear you. You think it's clear? All right, ready, go. No, don't play. It's a real thing. I get emails about this all the time. I have. Yeah, I'm not. All right, you're clear. Yeah, yeah. Sounds clear to me. You notice no one ever steals an impossible meat truck? <laughs> Going back if to I did, our earlier I'd conversation. Drive it right off into a field <laughs> and grow more impossible meat with it. That's true. Nobody's. That's not in demand. Nope. In fact, I would venture to guess there aren't any meat trucks that are just designated for impossible. I doubt it. Best picture in the pandemic. All the pandemic, the stores rated clear of all foods except for that section of impossible meats. It was full to the top of the freezer. Nobody wanted it. People in Canada were responding to shots fired on Wednesday when they saw an unarmed suspect enter a porta potty. Alongside the road, the suspect refused to leave the porta potty, and the police called in the tactical team. Finally, after a 20 minute standoff, the man emerged. Police demanded the guy to drop his weapon, but he wouldn't comply. And then a witness says the man got about 30 feet before he was shot by an officer. They took him to the hospital. No official word on his condition. <laughs> but good. a witness says he was alive <laughs> when he was being placed into the ambulance. Huh. Interesting. Just dropped. 
the last thing um, uh, earlier this week, I mentioned that that the uh, Olympics in Los Angeles 2028 are it's official. I think they said flag football will happen. Yeah, yeah, they ran. So people for it last were night. asking, uh, will NFL players be allowed to participate? As of right now, the NFL says, "Goddamn right." Uh, maybe. I saw a comment. You're this- right, they will. And at the very least, we'll get our XFL guys over there. Yeah. We're going to dominate the world in flag football. It's a uh, thing on Twitter this morning. It says, I am really looking forward in 2028 to seeing Jamar Chase run an out route against an Estonian school teacher. <laughs> it is a fun game. You want to so go? fast. My goodness, we have so much catching up to do. you imagine Tyreek Hill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you give the cheetah some flags. We cannot do a thing against these teams. Hand it to him every time. I don't know that you are human beings. They're running go routes fly. and timing fly turns. on. There are two. nine different routes on the tree. We know two. We don't even use hey, them. Do we still have to do three Mississippi? Yeah. Come on. Down, set, the hot, hot. I get the ball on down. You guys are so fast. He's a crazy good. You. What is your name? You are Aaron Donald. You are a mountain of a human being. Look at you. Look at you. We don't have television. I'm so happy to represent so my country. Happy. Hey, did you guys also notice that during the game last night, in the middle of the thing, Al Michaels was like, 24-9, uh, Saints behind with the ball. We'll be right back. Uh, coming soon, Peso Pluma. Yeah. They did a commercial for Peso Pluma, the guy who's going to get murdered on stage. I was going to see if you watched it last night after the game. Spots for Peso Pluma on Amazon Prime. Come watch him die on stage while he sings songs about the heart. Peso Pluma. If you know the story... The ticket will be worth it. I've got one radio video. On his, I don't know that this is my actual farewell tour, farewell tour. <laughs> it could be. Maybe, maybe not, but we'll see. This uh, is some good hot dogging. Oh, he's on a dirt on bike. Rock to rock. Oh, he's doing some rock jumping. On a, oh, he's doing a little bunny hopping from stone to this stone. Guy's oh, this is pretty good. amazing. So far, it's pretty great. Is this a success story, Brady? Yes. Oh. Good hot dog. Oh, all right. He's just, it's good, but I mean, right, he's jumping on those. compared to the bar that we've set. Come Brady. on, dude, this is this is what Beth would say. He's doing great. Where's the bones? Do this on That's stone. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, but. I think I'd rather have you pronounce mammography. Yeah, <laughs> I'd actually perform mammography. I'd rather you eat a D. Oh, oh! <laughs> well, you get defensive of crappy videos, you know. <laughs> Look, Ebert, they're not all winners. No kidding. <laughs> I'm going to isolate that. that awesome. You guys can eat a D. That's good stuff. Human achievement. Perform a, ma- a, ma- a, ma- a, ma- a mammography without going, ooh, in the middle of it. Impossible. I know. You couldn't do it. You could never go through school to be a medical anything. All right. We're going to talk about the mammary gland. Yeah. All right. You go stand in the hall. Come on. I'm this talking. right here is the bladder. You're the one showing all the dirty pictures. <laughs> Sorry. Memories. Oh, see, this is the problem. And <laughs> <sighs> I get you kicked out of the class. Where's Big J? Yeah, yeah you get any Ogerson in here. Let's get a let's get an adult male in the room. All right, go ahead, Brett. What do you got? All right, we'll start off mild. All right, with just some disgust because I hate feet to begin with. Oh, really? Oh. You're non foot guy. You don't. Oh, like I feet? hate. Feet. That surprises me. Oh, yeah, we did this one. We did that one. Did we? Yeah, 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 you got to take a double-cut file to that guy. 
Oh, oh he's got talons on his face. No, he's got to have his entire heel shaved off. That's... And I hope nobody ate anything this morning uh, because oh, here it comes. No. Video number two is... Yeah. A guy's penis has loads of warts oh, that's, on it. That's, oh. Oh, just wait. Just necrotized. Wait you, you got some necrotizing. It's going to fall off. It looks like a mushroom. No, no don't don't There's maggots in there. There's maggots inside the Corona. Oh, yeah, see, look. Oh, Maggots in the Corona, everybody. There's a band. And they're deep. Maggots in the Corona is a good band. Oh, and it's green and yellow and it's been eating the skin away. You have necrotizing fasciitis of the penis skin. You have... Uh, is he dead? He has he's to be. Like, there's no know. way this is... Like, how no, long... I think did... he's breathing. Look at his no, balls are uh, even yeah. bright red from... It looks like somebody stuffed dirty spinach inside his wiener and then cracked the cap. It's like Popeye's like worst sh- can. Did you blow her? <laughs> did you blow her? <laughs> That's disgusting. All right, Brett. Thank you for that. Yeah, sir. That's a uh, messed up... Is that it? Lizzie. That's it? Good. I'm going to go home and pet my little fella and go, see, I've taken such good care of you. Such good care of you. You soap and everything. You're so clean. There's no <laughs> holes in you that aren't clean. supposed to be there. <laughs> yeah, fresh and clean, clean. It's fresh and so clean. Uh, it's 817. Big Jay Okerson's going to come in here in a little bit. Seems like every time we have Corey Feldman in our lives, within a couple yes. weeks, one of the guys from the uh, well, we bonfire shows up. Two more weeks, Dan Soto. Well, he's not on the bonfire anymore. But no, we had but- Bobby Kelly on here a few weeks ago. He's yeah. on it, but... Big J's on there, and he's still tied back to the Feld dog a little bit. We'll talk to Big J in just a little bit. There goes your Brady report. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. We've already gotten going. We've done half of the show's already. We should have just recorded that. You'd be on your way. Jay Okerson's here, everybody. Big Jay Okerson's at Stand Up Live. Everything we talked about off the air, it was great. Except Thanks for having me. You've been awesome. We covered it. We covered it all. This was a fantastic (laughs) visit. Uh, He's over at Stand Up Live tonight and tomorrow. Uh, StandUpLive.com. You get tickets for that. BigJComedy.com. You can check out everything he's doing. And welcome back once again. Philly's in town, so we drug you out here. Philadelphia guy got to be here for that, right? Yeah, I was uh, so excited to watch... My flight yesterday was exactly the time of the game. Oh, geez. And that was, uh, it was as long and boring as the flight itself. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, rough for them. It all came down to, yeah, the end yeah. of the ninth inning. The one play, and it was crazy. But Philly fans are nuts. And there's probably 40% Philly fans just going. tubes of Mighty Seal all yeah, over the just place. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that, that's, <laughs> they love that guy. Yeah, Cheese Whiz and Mighty Seal. That seems to be what you guys are known for. And not history, not America, just no. the Mighty Seal. So, First uh, capital of the country, that's stupid. old stuff. But see, now I think Philadelphia's got such a reputation that even back in the 1700s, they're like, we got to move. I can't take this anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're loud and noxious. People are horrible. Let's get out of here. We can't run a country from this place. They're constantly throwing batteries at us. <laughs> yeah. What are batteries? Um, booing. Yeah. Uh, so every time it seems like do you still have your connection with Corey feldman uh he's far more aware of us now and and does not enjoy us at all so oddly enough Uh, through your deal i didn't know about this when i started my thing with Corey feldman a few mm -hmm. years ago and the people like you got to listen to bonfire these guys do the same had in common i went and then so dan before he didn't do the bonfire i was in here and, he's, and it was the day after I'd gone to a Corey Feldman show here, and it was my introduction to the live show. I'd never seen anything like this. And so I he was... $300 for a ticket. I bought the box set. <laughs> oh, you did? $275. I held it up during the show. 
because there's not a lot of people there. Sure. And he goes, hey, somebody got the box set. Like, it shocked him. Like it was a, And the lady, when I bought it, I said, I want the box set. And she goes, you know that's $275, right? And I said, let's go. Lady, <laughs> the price stop is no talking. <laughs> stop. You're not supposed to talk me out of this. You work for Feld. <laughs> so, um, but he was here last week. Really? And every time it seems like he's here, somebody from the bonfire is here. And you that's guys all do possible. it. We're trying to get him for the Christmas show. Because after talking about him and his delusions and his craziness, they emailed back and said, we'd like to autograph that box set. We're so sorry. And, and we're we sorry that this, uh, you left. Got yeah, we're sorry you left before I could sign that. And I'm like, well, you can make it up by doing our Christmas show. So I want to have them. And they're, but then they said, we listened to your show for six hours. We're not sure of your angle. Are you fans, of course? I'm like, did you hear me say he's delusional like a hundred times? And like, I'm there for the mic smashes and the yeah. start overs. And- Isn't it fascinating, it's that show? How many have you been it's to? So fascinating. Well, we only went once. Okay. Um, because we're technically not allowed to go, <laughs> <laughs> which breaks my heart a right. lot of times. And I will say because we have definitely like put, like we, I mean, we tell everybody to go. We, I put yeah. thousands of people in those Same. shows. Yep. And I uh, always, I'm very big on going, he's a performer. Yeah. I, I say, do not heckle. Like, don't ever go there Absolutely. and heckle. Do not interrupt that show. Don't, I go, go, do what you're there to do. Enjoy, Enjoy this And you will. You don't have you to will. I took three hours. All these guys, uh, they're like, I don't know. And I'm like, no, no, no. Trust me. It's, it's not a hate watch. This is something you've never witnessed before. There's one guy in the room who's not in on it. And it's Corey, Corey Feldman. <laughs> his <laughs> band, it. his band, is unhappy with him. <laughs> they leave like crazy now. There's new ones every week. I know. Yeah. He also now has he a band. He has a band he yells at. Yeah. When he had the Angels, he kind of like just did his show and didn't yeah. really say nothing. Now he's got these guys with him, yeah. and he's cursing them out constantly, yeah. yelling at them, and starting songs over. Like you said, oh, the, every time the first song has to be started over. And then he tried to do this dance move, and the drummer was off time. And like, he just does this, and he puts his arm back up, like do it again. And he went drummer, over to him, and he does. He, he does yeah, eyes eyeballs. with them. He's like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> And it's like, and by, by the way, most of the bands going like, I just had to learn this whole catalog two days ago. You're right. Like, yeah. Everyone keeps leaving your right. tour. Oh, it's so amazing. I wonder how often that, I mean, he says it's three days. The, uh, the one drummer just started. He's yeah. like, I just got, he learned. And you can tell he just learned it. The and the bass player is the guy who keeps staying, but I have, he's probably got an oxy yeah. addiction or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's my guess. He just he's needs from, that junk. So in the middle of his storytelling on stage, because I now know his pattern. Uh, he started to tell a story about the bass player and how they met, which was on the scene of a movie called uh, Camp Something, a uh, summer camp. Okay. And he goes, but but the story he tells is, well, the summer camp, it uh, they changed it and made it part of a franchise, and so you know it as Meatballs Four. So I heard that the first. So last time he starts and he goes, my bass player, I met him, and I went Meatballs Four. Okay, you've heard the story. Go. And he didn't even <laughs> like try to finish. He's like somebody interrupted, went to the end, and so he just good. moved forward. And it's so weird because it's parallel lives. I'd never heard you guys talk about that. Yeah. And then I'm doing it, and Dan came in. He goes, oh, no, no. And I wore my Feldman shirt, and it was this, like, you've been. Had no idea. It's like uh, it's like war. We yeah. have something in common for it. some reason. It attacks us, and we want to let everybody else know. When we were at the concert, I was there with Dan. We brought a great, a real motley crew to that concert. It was me, Dan, uh, my girlfriend, his girlfriend at the time, the rest of our crew from... The bonfire, yeah. and then Sal Volcano from Impractical Joe, yeah. oh, who no. was invited back to meet him after the show. <laughs> really? And we just waited. We were like, we we're like, yeah, dude, go, go meet him. <laughs> and uh, Dave Attell, oh no, who oh. just bought all the merch. Also, which was pretty funny. He just goes and buys the merch. 
Um, that but wait, is at awesome. one point, I remember it was about uh, maybe three or four songs into the show. Uh, Corey Feldman goes, you know, this is where he still the Angels, too. Right. He goes, you know, guys, we're doing about a two and a half hour, two hour, two and a half hour show every night on this oh. tour, but today's my birthday, you know? So, I mean, I want to be able to party. So, how would you feel about tonight if we played three hours for you guys and the crowd did not cheer? <laughs> I looked over at Dan Soder and Dan went, no way, dude. And I went, I went, Every minute of it. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're staying for every yep. minute of it. Yep. We will not leave. Yeah. And it is, I don't know how to describe what I feel about him performing because I love it. Yeah. But it's not for the reasons he wants me to. But, but at the I same want time, him. what difference does it make? Because I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying myself. myself yeah. so and you'll much. go back. He asked me, because we had him on, he asked me, I said, I've seen you perform. And again, delusional. Yeah. And he goes, well, what did you think? And I'm like, I was entertained. Yeah. And that's the best phrase I can use. So I now know, in an odd way, what those girls in the Ed uh, Sullivan Theater felt when the Beatles came on. <laughs> it's a weird thing because you saw it. They were standing with me. We were up in this little balcony. It had a couch in it. And I didn't know about encores for him. I didn't think that was a possibility. So the crowd dwindled from about 500 to about 80. He didn't yeah, either, though. <laughs> so they're... they're I've never the seen crowd, a show do that. They're chanting before. one more song, one more song. And I'm like, oh, they're crazy. He's not coming. He doesn't have anything prepared for an encore. He's never had to deal with it. Sure enough, the glitter walks by in the back. Brand new coat. And he walks out on stage. And I got on the couch and started jumping up and down going, he's doing it. He's doing it. I fe- it was inside me. It was visceral. It was not like a performance. It took over my body where I wanted to scream and cry. We chanted a, uh, he left and we saw the set list. Yeah. And what's up with the youth yeah. was not on the set list. <laughs> so on one of his encores, when he was back, I started a, the what's chant. up with the youth? Yeah. What's up with the youth? Yeah. And that whole the crowd starts doing it. And he comes out, he goes, well, I guess I know what song you guys want to hear. And then he did it impromptu, poorly, but he did it impromptu. And it, I mean, like, it was, we're like, we, awesome. we're like, we affected the set list. Yeah. Yeah. I want this to be the first time delusion wins. Yeah, me too. Like, I want him at, like, SoFi Stadium, like the weekend, just playing to a crowd of 80,000 people who are in on it. And well, he's like, I made it. Well, now with the band, the, the guy band he has, yeah. we're now seeing, though, that, that his thing of, like, he, it can't be him that's messing up. No, never. And he just yells at professional musicians. Yeah. yeah. At, that's, <laughs> that's not so crazy. crazy. <laughs> musicians, let's just say. Musicians. They're being paid, but sort of like the way, you know, Olympians in the 70s. You know, now now can... he's slid in a... Uh, uh, you know, the wife left him. Yeah, she's gone. She's a citizen now, so she left. <laughs> he told us. <laughs> he told that the story on stage. Well, I screamed out, it's because your wife left you. All right, she's the new girl. She's the new girl. Three. And I, yeah. I can't see her up close in the videos they have online, yeah. but it looks like she's gorgeous, yep. young. Laura Dern. And ba- yeah. yeah. Yeah, she looks like Laura Dern. And then she, like, you know, kind of gets through the Goonies are good enough. Kind of. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, it ain't great. Isn't it weird, though? This should not be something I have uh, such an affinity to talk to you about. I, I love that you have this yeah, thing. It's because it's so I, weird. And I said the bummer is uh, he is now taken to, like, uh, he was supposed to do a podcast in Alabama that I did. Oh, God. And these guys are great. <clears throat> and they they called me to show me, like, the texts or the messages yeah. back and forth they had because he they looked up the people they've had on the podcast and I was on there, and I'm the. Re- I didn't even believe that he knew who I was that right. much, but like the the manager guy sent a thing saying like 
Jay has made a career out of uh, taunting and taking down Corey, which, you know. He made a career check doing the other stuff. Career. Yeah. Yeah. career. Come on. You call this a career? Made a couple of hours of radio out of it. Career. Well, maybe because it's all I'm talking to you but about. They go, but, they go, but they go, and it's going to be a. This this smells like a setup to me, and I'm like oh, a setup. And again, that's my other favorite thing about him. If you dig in past the music, yeah, is his grandiose visions of like how much the world's coming at him. You right. know, when the he's an underdog, when, he's the when comeback the do, king. When the documentary was gonna come, was coming out, and you know, he kept like putting out a. It's like all this, like you know, he's trying to tell you that, like the uh, when it didn't come out, what happened was he didn't get enough bandwidth right to release it. <laughs> that's all that happened. Very simple. Is that true? He did, yeah, he didn't get enough bandwidth for enough people because he, he's right. saying like, "Hey, everyone, finally, I'm going to tell you right. who these Hollywood rapists are." Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So then they over flooded his server for the thing, so it didn't come out. Right. Instead of just going, "Oh no, we have a technical issue. We didn't prepare it." He, he comes out and he goes, "The powers that be are taking down our network." <laughs> he just makes this crazy thing that's like, "Buddy, conspiracy." He just didn't prepare for right. that much traffic. At one. That's all it is. Like, just <laughs> right. say, "Like, okay, wow, we have a major tech issue." <laughs> And we're going to make this right. Right. He's like, they're trying to take us down. They just bombed the place right. that has our internet. Or something. <laughs> He's he just, too afraid. Then they'll, <laughs> they'll take him out. Shocked by the interest in his rape story. He's so not credible. Yeah. Anything. That's so great. I mean, I don't know if you guys ever watched the documentary. Did you see the documentary? I have not. Which were the choreography, the book. I have it. I haven't read it yet. It's a book on tape that, by the way. Oh, really? Chop it up for drops. Have a ball. There's nothing <laughs> this guy doesn't say in there. We have such great drops in the bonfires. Like, no kidding. And that's when Corey Haim allowed himself to be sodomized. <laughs> I said his whole career is going like, he goes, me and Corey Haim were raped in Hollywood. And he goes, okay. He goes, and he's, well, and he's it, reading but, it? Oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. in his voice. Yes. Oh, glory! Oh, one of my favorite drops we have is because he wants to put a little character into it. Yeah, he goes. I remember when I was six years old, and my mom came downstairs, and she goes, "Are you ready to go film your first commercial today?" <laughs> and I said, "Commercial." <laughs> He's the worst, <laughs> but the best. But I said everything's about like you know, it's like me and Corey Haim got raped, and you go. What happened to you? And he goes, well, Corey Haim uh, had sex with my chaperone guy. Like, okay, what happened to you? It's like, then Corey Haim got double teamed on the set of Lucas. Like, okay. But then you, something happened to you. It's like, yeah, I went out for a walk because Corey Haim was getting boo-fooed by blah, blah, blah. And they the just only keep, time he couldn't cuck. Yeah. Just, I yeah. mean, they just keep going and it's never. And then oh, when it came man. to him. Ugh. You could also watch the movie that he made about them, not the documentary. See, I'm not this deep yet. Oh, I'm just—I'm into the music right now. I'm not. I'm the not t- Tale me. of Two Corys is a movie from Lifetime that he produced. I gotta watch this. And one of my favorite moments of that was there's this, first of all, the story doesn't add up at all. That he uh, he makes it seem like he had a rough time because he went to school. He's in the Lost Boys, yeah. which is one of the coolest movies ever, awesome. especially when you were young. Yep. And they show him at school. He goes, this was my life. And he's like, I went to school. And then the kids are like, hey, look, it's Vampire Boy. Like, Is that what would happen? There was a kid yeah. in my school who did a Fruit Loops commercial. He might as well have walked on water. I mean, everyone was like, this guy was in a commercial. A commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have a rough go. It was not a rough go. Then he in goes, the Lost and then he goes to the bathroom and these three kids come in to fight him. And 
me and Dan Soder watched this at our homes at the same time. Yeah. We were watching it. And his roommate at the time yeah. and my girlfriend both confirmed that when these guys surround him in a bathroom, yeah. I, we both paused and I went, <laughs> he is going to win this. But the fight is... The- he's going to win this. He's too yeah. crazy to make himself even look like right. a, a victim. victim. And that, right. He's going to make it like... And sure enough, a guy punched him in the stomach. Then he ends up punching one guy in the sack and then uh, hitting another guy in the face. And the third guy's like, whoa, I don't want any of this Enough trouble. Of this. It's on my- <laughs> like it was worse than I thought even. It's amazing. God. He's so great. With this uh, being part of you, mm-hmm. have you seen the movie Tiptoes by chance? No. Okay. This, this is another odd fascination that I know you'll love. Okay. Tiptoes is a movie that's supposed to empower little people. It stars Gary Oldman. Star packed. Uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey, Kate Beckinsale, um, Peter Dinklage, and a cast of like little people. Bridget, the, uh, David Allen Greer's in it. So I think they, this is my theory. Bridget Midget? <clears throat> she's in it. She makes an appearance. She is. Yeah. She gets railed by David Allen Greer in it. Oh, she's the. It's a love story. Gary Oldman is the lead little person. You've got a hundred little people, but they put Gary Oldman on his knees <laughs> and a backpack under his shirt that, and he has to, and he pulled his arms way back and he waddles around and they, and you know, it's a tour de force performance from Gary Oldman. Of course, tiptoes is the most offensive thing. So I had Brad Williams in here. And he wants to come back in February and do like a mystery science theater show of just this because I'm fascinated by it. It is unbelievable. And certain points of it, you're like, why is this happening? Like, this can't be real. Yeah. And it's... it's Another jaw dropper. Like, you'll watch it in the same way you watch Corey Feldman. Like, this is the worst great thing I've ever seen in my life. Tiptoes. Tiptoes, I will watch. Tiptoes, you must watch. How about the... He and McConaughey. Dinklage and McConaughey. Oh, Dinklage has three accents in it. He's, he's Austrian, he's German, and he's French. We don't know which one's coming whenever it shows I just, up. He's not good at accents. He gets a, no. And then at one point, the highlight of the movie, because uh, Matthew McConaughey is ashamed of the fact that he is... Uh, his parents were little people. Mm-hmm. So at the middle... And Kate Beckinsale is about to blow him. And he shouts out, I'm a midget! And then he just storms out of the room. <laughs> and I'm like, what am I watching? And I never want this to stand. And it's meant to be dramatic. Uh, oh, it's oh, yeah, so they're dramatic. going after And it's meant to be, like, empowering. Awards. You've got to watch this movie. Is it it's, new? No, 2001. Here's the trailer. Wait a second. Oh, and I don't know what they're trying to say. I love you. There's one small problem. There's Gary Oldman. <laughs> I'm Ralph. I'm his brother. We're twins. Are your parents? They're twins. I forgot about that. Yeah. It can tear them apart. I think you're going to let me know that everyone in your family... And that hat Kate Beckinsale wears is her lucky hat. She can't take... Not in the movie, in real life. She wouldn't do the movie unless they let her wear the hat. didn't want it on. Welcome, I'm Steve. Oh, well, good. Something's got to be wrong with her. Oh. This is Steven's father, Bruno. So they dated... You know, Kate Beckinsale, uh, hooking up with her is like a rite of passage for young, attractive comedians. <laughs> Matt Reif was the first one to tell everybody I've done it, and, and it's horrifying. Uh, and Pete. then he said it wasn't good. He said she was uh, out of her mind. Re- oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that does make a lot of Pete sense. Pete Davidson got in there. Yeah. I think one or two others. You God missed, bless. missed that one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you have any celebrity Out kills? Out of my weight class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any celebrity kills or anything that you've been like, wow, this was a surprising evening? No. Uh, None you're willing to talk and, about? No. Me and my girlfriend hooked up with a, uh, like, during the pandemic, one of my podcasts I do is called The SDR Show. We interview a lot of porn stars. Yeah. And so we played a game. It was, everything was on Zoom during pandemic. So yeah. in this game we were playing, one porn star came to my house and the other went to my 
co-host Ralph's house, and it was just like a game, and it was like the consequence was like, I think the girl ended up having to like put something up my butt like, when I lost. <laughs> but after the podcast, like, and it, we were just so cooped up yeah, and yeah. not doing anything really. And so like this girl was sort of like, seemed like she was down the hookup, right. this porn star, but she was a big girl. How big? Big. <laughs> <laughs> but like, right. I shouldn't describe it like that. Like, she's a thick, I can if you bring her up, but like I don't want to give her name. Out, write but, it down. But it's oh yeah. We won't say. Here's a, we got it. Yeah, we got to find out who the uh, plus size. I think they call that plus size now. I think yeah. that's the word we're looking for. Like double plus, maybe like three or four pluses. Tracy tons, <laughs> but oh, she no. shows up and she's like in. She's definitely. She's. I mean, you know, f- in that flighty porn star way of yeah. like, sure. I <laughs> but guess. did you make the offer? I think I make, well, I'm good at doing like uh, my poor girlfriend. She gets the brunt. I lay it all on her. The the rejection or the acceptance. (laughs) I'm like, I mean, you can leave, I guess. Like, if you don't want to hook up, that's totally cool. I mean, it's like, it'll break Christine's heart, probably. (laughs) But like, that's fine. If you don't care how she feels, like, it's fine. You know, make jokes like that. Yeah. And like, uh, you kind of feel that. You guilt her into it. She was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, through mental manipulation. Yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> and we were. The, I tell the story only because. Uh, that her? Yeah, I mean no. the, the second one is. It is. Yeah, she doesn't look big at all. Nope, she doesn't in that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Type in the word porn after it. It all gets blurred out. I tried that first. <laughs> oh yeah, because our our work. Uh, click on it anyway and see if it. Oh, it's the safe search. See if it'll let us go in. Nothing. Damn it. Oh she, yeah, she still doesn't yeah. look. She looks thicker. She, yeah. yeah, what are we talking about? These talking are about? phenomenal Pounded. pictures. Yeah, yeah, okay. I see what you're saying. Gotcha. <laughs> These are phenomenal. There you oh, go. There okay. You go. Well, there all right. Okay. okay. No, no, I can't do that. I'd rather have sex with you. There you go. <laughs> Wait a minute. How do they make yeah, that other picture work? Photos do that. I don't know. That's a computer trick. I didn't think we had technology for. Um, all right. Yuck. So hey, so. there you are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, that is you. Oh, good abs day for You've me. Got really nice abs. So I tell this because it's funny, like. You know, my girl's been like, especially when she drank. She doesn't drink anymore. But when she drank, she was really good at like, hook, like getting girls to come yeah. back with us that were like, I was like, no way. And then even worried that I was like, they're not going to be happy when it's like me. <laughs> right. She's like, what are you talking about? And she would like, kind of like make me feel better about that. But this girl, I was kind of like, the good of it was like, well, I'm not intimidated here. Like this is like I feel like <laughs> this is something I could do. I feel like we're sort of like doing the favor a little bit. <laughs> um, and then I'm trying to see how I can describe this well. So when <laughs> the girls that we normally would bring home, like yeah. would not be not that we haven't hooked up with like bigger girls before, right. but this was the biggest, substantially large. Yeah, and just us trying not to laugh. It was very short. <laughs> but I was trying to laugh. What happened was my girlfriend, like when she's. <clears throat> Getting on top of another woman. Yeah. I guess, like... When the girlfriend gets it, or when well, she... Well, my girlfriend will, like, get on top of, right. like, you know... She's got a climber. Yeah, like, get on top of a... Uh, to, like, make out summit. or whatever. Or whatever. to summit yeah. the person. Yeah, yeah whatever they're going to yeah. do. What just made us both laugh was she just came... When she got on top of her, she brought her body down with the force of there was going to be more <laughs> space before you... Took. So, just the... This like the slap, the slap of like the slap. just like the yeah. again when they're just like they're the, <laughs> the skin on when like skin. yeah when their stomachs just like hit like but way higher than my girlfriend was expecting. She's coming a little hot. 
Coming in hot. Sure. Got some early fat. Yeah, all the all the ones that we've ever had a chance with are like there's just a thing where it's yeah. like off. Yeah. There's what another, are you doing? Another, what are you doing? A smackdown with a fat yeah, apron. Well, she's doing the turnbuckle flop onto her. What are you doing? A, a biting lips trying not to laugh at Oh, okay. <laughs> As was she. Uh, yeah, no, we got through that one. But it does, i tell you what does still work, though. Oh, my God. With that is I can, in a pinch, if it's not going the way I'd like it to go with, yeah. a, with a sesh watching some <laughs> pornography. Right. I can go watch her get a GB'd, yeah. this girl, yeah. and be like, we did hook up with her. You like a little <laughs> personal tie to your porn. Well, it's also funny when you know the ones from, now, like, in different I ways. I would have done that differently. Yeah, <laughs> It's like Spielberg directing. Well, what's funny is when you the people, the porn stars that I just know or have become like, you know, friendly with or friends with, now it's kind of <laughs> makes that weird almost. Like, a, uh, yeah. like Lisa Ann, I know. Like pretty well, yeah. and then you'll see it's like Lisa Ann, fifteen BBC. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> oh, I can't watch that, like, Lisa. We've gone to a war on drugs concert <laughs> together. Like, yeah. She's a you asked me how mine. my daughter was. <laughs> you asked me my daughter was the other day. Yeah, you can't ever know in your daughter <laughs> oh, and have the the, <laughs> the so, there's Baker's so dozen of BBC. There's a a porn star who does former porn star does been doing comedy in New York for probably a decade now. And, like, my daughter's 21 now, but, I mean, all through her teenage years, she would say things. She's like, you know, it's like, you should have her call me. Like, if she's having any questions, she doesn't want to know. I talk to you guys about, like, sex or anything. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'll throw her to you. Right. <laughs> I'll throw to you, stepmom teaches daughter how to give proper rim job. Get jammed in a dryer. Yeah. My daughter's stuck in the dryer again. What have you been teaching this girl? First, you got to know about appliances. <laughs> I keep trying to stuff my wife in the dryer. Like, get in there. Get like, in the I dryer. can get out every time. Like, damn it. I don't know how this works. Stuck porn. Stuck porn is a thing. And at first, I was like, silly. Next. Now, I'm like, totally into stuck porn. How? What can they get stuck under next? It's Tables. Good. Yeah. It's great. I know. That's the only, the ridiculous concepts are the only funny porn. The ones only great all. ones. It's like, we're loan sharks, and your son <laughs> owes us money. Like, how about if I have super erotic sex with the both of you? <laughs> Maybe that'll work off some of his debt. <laughs> you talked to my boss about And then when the mom that. has to look at him, she goes, look what you're making me do, son. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. yeah, I don't like when they start mentioning other family members. That, that gets me. Like, and it, it's like, the most popular. It's the one who's like, oh, you're so much bigger than your dad. I'm like, no, 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 no. We can't have any of the... I can't start doing a family tree yeah. and tug at the same time. It's just not a thing I'm capable of. Yeah, plus I never want to think your son's wiener's bigger than yours. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's very true. I got an email. This is a, quite a, a, an accomplishment for you as your career. It says, Big J is a cool dude. We smoked a J after his show last time he was here at Stand Up Live. Didn't remember oh, any yeah. comedy. Didn't remember, just remember <laughs> that you lit up with him at the end of the night. And that's how you connect with people. That's right. That's, that's you're a social butterfly. That's why. Uh, Big J Okerson's at Stand Up Live this weekend, Friday, Saturday. If you want to go out there, StandUpLive.com is where you go. Check him out on all the social stuff. Uh, Jay, please leave us with words of wisdom. Solve the world's problems. Uh, see Corey Feldman now before <laughs> yeah. it's too late. I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, before, before something horrible. <laughs> uh, thanks, man. Good to see you. Jay Thank Okerson, everybody. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. UPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. UPD.
There you go. I got audio slave. You got Allison Chains. We're we're covering the uh, the uh, Pacific Northwest there this morning, and probably going to do that uh, at the Night of the Singing Dead. One week from tonight, the Night of the Singing Dead, where all dead singers, all dead bands, uh, will be brought back to life by sodomizing Linda as we hit the stage uh, at Stand Up Live Copper Blues downtown on Friday, and then of course we're heading on over to uh, CB Live on Saturday and rolling up there and having a good time. Brett's gonna he's already agreed to perform uh, two live crew with us. I'm in. I've been practicing. Damn right. Practice, practice hard. I can do this. If you practice, I don't have to. (laughs) That works perfect for me. It's going to be fun. By the way, uh, Diamondback fans, Phoenix, just big Jay Oakerson, Philadelphia guy. Not a huge baseball fan, but he's not here to rub your noses in any Philly nonsense while while the rivalry brews between the Diamondbacks and Phillies. But this guy just emailed me. His name's Sidebar Taurus. I don't know if that's at, at Ugg, it's Dan. Is that who I think it is? Hang on. It says, uh, oh, these are uh, from Philly fans. It says, uh, good morning to everyone except Arizona. I just bought 14 tickets for game three, which was yesterday, in Arizona to assure that we'll be 14 less losers in the crowd rooting for the Diamondbacks. If there's any Philly fans out in Arizona that need a ticket, shoot me a DM, no charge. Uh, accept a donation if you feel so obligated. Hashtag red up October. Go Phils. The, the Philly fans are, they are evil. And this is sort of a good thing. Philly fans now buying tickets for tonight's game in Arizona. Keep those seats empty. Uh, and Arizona, they they want to buy the tickets and not go. So they're going online in Philadelphia right now to purchase up all of those seat geek, ticket master, secondary market things and buy them out there. They're willing to pay so no one sits in the seats. Oh, man. I was trying to buy some tickets today, and they're genius. Jacked. I just bought 20 more tickets to Arizona because I can't go, but I want to do my part by making that stadium half empty because F them. Uh, here's how I got them. Section 307. I bought 20 tickets. They're buying tickets in Philadelphia with no intention of, I mean, they're not even here. And they're try- and they're putting on a thread. And f- that is evil genius, Philadelphia. <laughs> because the internet isn't relegated to just buying tickets in this little geo area it's for everyone you can buy tickets anywhere you want so they're getting out on social media saying buy all the secondary market tickets that these idiots are selling and don't go and the stadium will be half empty come on if you have tickets to tonight's game don't put them up on the secondary market they're brilliant they're brilliant that's a that's a big move right there jackasses Proud of you, but jackasses. Anyway, just throwing it out there. That came over from Caleb. Said jackass Philly fans. Good plan here. And there's a whole bunch of threads of these guys going back. I just got twenty. I just got my twenty because our ticket prices on the secondary market are like thirty five bucks. If you got a few hundred dollars, you can really make a dent in a section. That's not good. So keep your eyes open for that kind of stuff. Phillies. Damn Philadelphia fans. Been at it for a long time. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense. I'm going to the game tonight, so there's a good chance there's, you know, some ruckus that could occur between Phillies fans and Diamondback fans because it's getting a little heated. You know, you start getting into elimination time. If the Phillies win tonight, they only got one left. Diamondbacks win tonight. Philly fans are going to be upset. What happens when you're in that crowd leaving the game? It's 50,000 people in one spot. Uh, you never know. you got to learn this thing called blading. Crowd blading is amazing. We worked on that the other day, and I almost killed a guy. I accidentally knocked him over and put him over the edge. It was a great shot, but you get through the crowd. You're not supposed to be violent about it, but he was very small. And then you realize, man, you don't want to be the guy in the crowd that gets 
knocked down. Then the stampede happens. You're on the ground. So it teaches you all sorts of ways that crowd behavior happens. They have crowd self-defense, not just one-on-one stuff. Like when a crowd gets weird, you have ways to defend yourself. And they reenact that kind of stuff. It's an amazing, eye-opening experience in every scenario you can think of that will keep you defended from oddness around you. Also did a thing the other day called uh, Shoot, Don't Shoot. You should do this one, Brett. Yeah. Because they take it off real scenarios of like uh, when somebody who is a concealed carry draws on another guy who they feel threatened by and it's a shoot don't shoot situation like a guy like the one thing that they did to me i had a gun in my holster and a guy was coming up to me and he's barking at me and uh he points to his gun in his waistband i see he's got a gun in his waistband and i'm telling him to get away i reach grab my gun and draw it out and then they said all right now he's justified to shoot you and legally they would say he's defending himself he never drew his weapon he just ignored he just let you know he had it so now you're the guy pulling out. It's all these gray areas of like, oh, boy, that was you know, stupid of me to do. And there are ways around that, too. So you got to find gray areas and just know. And the one time a guy was running at me and he's screaming at me, hey, 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 hey. And he's got something in his hand. And your adrenaline's going. And I had my gun out. And I popped him. And uh, he had a cell phone. I'm like, oh, I just saw a thing in your hands. An android, that's why. Yeah, I shot him because it was an android. <laughs> I'm like, your green text pissed me off more than anything in the world. So they do take you through those scenarios, and some of them are super gray, and they talk about it. But then you start to realize you've got a huge responsibility if you're a concealed carry guy. you got to check this stuff out. ReactDefense.com. It's eye-opening. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, quickly entertain me. The Actors Union will not allow members to dress as popular characters, so no Barbie or Wednesday Adams for the ladies if you're in the Actors Union. If you're union. in the union, you can't dress as one of the characters. Why? Uh... Because, let alone posting the images on social media. So Heidi Klum can't dress up as Barbie, even though she has like those elaborate Halloween parties. Yeah. The but union asked members not to choose costumes inspired by generalized characters and figures, huh. ghosts, zombies, spider. Just don't do Halloween then. What can you be? Ryan Reynolds tweeted out, I look forward to screaming scab at my eight-year-old all night. <laughs> right. he's, he's in the <laughs> union? She's not in the union. Okay. <laughs> That's weird that they wouldn't. Why not? It's just a play day. It's, yeah. Boy, they're all about royalties, money. Will Smith called his relationship with Jada Pinkett a sloppy public experiment in unconditional love. Yeah. Which is kind of a good point. He called it brutiful because it's both brutal and beautiful. Yeah. Where's the beautiful part? Somehow or another, Jada Pinkett Smith is so horrible as a human being. She's made me feel bad for Will Smith and all he's gone through, despite him doing it all to himself. Like he's making, like she's publicly. The one thing that he has on her, he, he's like, he praised her for putting a, putting her career aside so he could follow his. Well, dreams. not being as talented as him is what that really says. Yeah, but the the crazy part is I understand like the unconditional love thing, which we all think is a thing, but we don't. Do. Most people do something hoping for something in return. Yeah, that's very conditional. So for him to say this, like she's allowed to do whatever she wants and I support her, is super nice. Except for she's doing it in a public square. I understand having your beef back and forth or saying I've always loved Tupac more than anyone in the world. And if he were still alive, I probably wouldn't be with you. And you still love her after that. that that's something for your kitchen. That's not for oh. talk shows. Yeah, it, 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 it emasculates Will Smith in a public setting. Poor dude. She's figured, well, he's dead now. Right, but he's I can not. Talk about Will's my not. Pass. Will's not. I know. Your, your husband, who stood by you, took out the he's world's no threat. Like the people's most favorite comedian ever took a, a smack. He's banned from the Oscars. 
on a night he won, by the way, and you go out afterwards instead of saying, thank you, I got your back all the time. Ah, what if you, I wish you were Tupac. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. Two good movies out this weekend, I think. I'm looking, I want to see them. Uh, the Killers of the Flower Moon. That looks great. That's out tonight? Yep. Oh, man. And Butcher's Crossing. That's the Nick Cage one about... Uh, that is, that's not a serial killer thing. It's a murderer, but... Yeah, this kid um, plays a Harvard dropout who tries to find a meaning in his life by going on an adventure with a group of buffalo hunters led by Nick Cage. Ah. Wow, we're after buffalo, baby. Watch this. You'll recognize them because they're massive. And it's like that lady a- Jay Okerson had sex with. <laughs> You heard me, gross. And Cage is obsessed about taking out the buffalo. Killing buffalo. All of them. So, um, the Hollywood Reporter did a top ten Martin Scorsese movies. Oh, Brett, what's your top? Scorsese. (sighs) They're all good. They're all great. He did Mean Streets, right? Yeah. That's a forgotten, brilliant movie. It's not in the top ten. Yeah, people don't really... I love that one. But But, um, Flowers of the... uh, Killers of the Flower Moon is number ten. It's on the list already. It's on the top ten. Nobody's seen it, and it's a top ten. You gotta go... Casino or Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, See, I love Gangs of New York. five. Wolf of Wall Street was four. Where's Gangs of New York? Gangs in New York, which again I didn't make the top ten. No, no kidding. Raging Bull's got to be up Raging there. Bull is number, number three. One. Oh, that's number three. Yeah, Jesus, I disagree the with list? the top three. Okay. So, um, Casino five, Wolf of Wall Street four, Raging Bull three, Departed, The Departed nah. number two, nah. Goodfellas number one. Oh no, Casino, Taxi five. Driver six, yeah. Casino is five. Yeah. Um, Age of Innocence, oh. seven. Cape Fear, eight. No. 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 A tie for ninth with After Hours and The King of Comedy. King of Comedy's great. I've never it's seen that one. one. That's good. one i never seen. De Niro is different than that, but he's he really good. That's a good one. Cape Lewis, Fear. But I'm with you. Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York's better than Cape Fear by a lot. All right. Eh, subjective. We'll end it with the... Uh, this could be the worst guess in Wheel of Fortune history, and unfortunately it was Rashad Jennings... Played seven seasons in the NFL. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. There's one letter. One letter missing. I'm reading. Should I read it first? Sure. It says, driving to Reno with blank Uenton Tarantino. The Q is missing. Yes. I'm assuming he's going to get Let's guess. spin the wheel. Right, let's spin. He spins? I really do, but if why... He still spins? Yeah. Yeah. Rashad! Here we go. He thought it was Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. I really do, but if why you can buy some time by spinning the wheel. Yeah. Why does he get to spin again? No, that's just oh, it's a, a repeat. Okay, yeah, yeah that is the worst guess. I, I watch a lot of wheel. He wanted is. a pee. I got a pee. Maybe that's what he said. And he got the D in the meantime. <laughs> I got to pee, Pat. <laughs> nope, there's no pee. That's not what I said. Quentin. Quentin Tarantino. No, that's his. I know that brother, Quentin. I know that man, Quentin. I've, I've driven there with him. Who, Quentin? Oh my goodness, Mo's here. Look, COVID, Mo's back. 
Covid Mo. I love Covid my name. Mo. How are you? God, I've upgraded from Big Tuna to. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Big, whoever. Big Covid Mo. Are you feeling all right? Oh yeah, I'm feeling great. Much better. Three, four days with the Covid. Yeah. Total gosh. survivor. It was. It felt like I had meningitis for a little bit. I don't know. How if many you times have you had it now? A lot. Twelve. Okay. Oh my Seemed god! Like three been, or four. We call in sick every couple of weeks, yeah. so we don't know. <laughs> like I got, I got things going on in my life. Right. We'll talk mess. to Mo in a minute. Mo has the COVID again, and she'll get it again. Or if she <laughs> oh doesn't, she'll end up with. Don't say I have the COVID again. It's me. already over. Uh, it feels like I've had. Men- Nobody knows what minute. Nobody's right. comping meningitis. You're the only one who's had both. Okay, whatever. I've had that too. Remember when I was sick last month? Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm going to be, I'm planning. I'm planning on my November sickness Why to be guys, uh, equine you, flu. You know what this just means to me is you guys really missed me last we week. We did. And I get it. I get you it. know your alternative. Yeah. Toledo's the alternative. Of course we missed <laughs> you. Uh, the Guadalupe Squares are coming up next. Uh, if you want to get in on this thing, 585-9800. That's the number. We need a girl. We need a boy. The Squares are coming up. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Boy, oh boy, oh boy, am I pissed off at Mo right now. Oh, come on. You didn't even turn on my microphone. I settle down. Okay. Hi. Mo Bergeron's back after her month-long illness. Month-long? You're always sick. Consumption. So she has, uh, so the jokes come in. Uh, about oh, you. <laughs> Email says, hey, man, most suffering from more than just COVID. <laughs> She's suffering from lack of meningitis. <laughs> I know. Brady wrote that. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, Brady. Just Mo just gets stop. sick as often as most Mexicans have kids. <laughs> That's my trade out. I'd much rather get sick yeah. than have kids. Well, quit missing work for either. Okay. For either? You miss a lot of work. I this do is why I, we don't I like, like having I'm here a lot. Why you guys only get seventy percent of our dollars? I feel like you guys are gone more than I'm gone. I, I'm doing what I can. You know who never calls in sick? Your Tio. He's down there picking the strawberries every day, God sick it, or otherwise. He, is. he totally is. Yeah, he had a stroke and he went right back to work the next <laughs> like day. Like that day. It's insane. Yeah. When you were born, they just moved you, and the picking continued. Yeah, of course. Kidding me? They sat me in the patch, and I'm picking strawberries. <laughs> That would be neat. No, it would The wouldn't. baby just picked it up immediately. Like, wow, all right, this yeah. is my lot in life. That's our NICU unit. Like, yeah, it's just like, out in the field. Like a little, uh, uh, like a cult. They immediately like kick it. Get up. You got work to do. You, you know, they're live. teaching us the importance of hard work. And I That's get right. it at the age so, of And you've abandoned negative. that by being sick every third day. <laughs> Show up to work for crying out loud. Oh, uh, it's time goodness. to, hopefully the people online waiting to play won't hang up when I say they're playing for, uh-oh, Night of the Singing Dead tickets. <laughs> That's right. Next Friday. And you just saw me in heels. I did. Hmm? His calves were popping. Uh, I'm not, just saying. And, it's, and wait till I shave these bad boys. Oh. It's all I'm going for. I was fine out. with the hair. Yeah. Are kidding me? Friday's good. Saturday's even better. You can go to both shows. Uh, downtown Stand Up Live if you want to go to that one at Copper Blues. Or Saturday over there at Desert Ridge. We'll give you tickets to either night. I don't care. We'll, we'll do the other. Just buy tickets. Sell this thing for us so we don't get embarrassed by uh, when the club's like, well, what happened? It's for charity. So let's be good about it. All right? No, no, no. We'll give you tickets to both nights. Both of them. You yeah. can just pick them out. Yeah. yeah. No, we'll give that? you both tickets. Friday and Saturday night. You get them all? Both. Yes. Well, it's silly. The same this. show twice. I got this. <laughs> just different costumes. I don't know why you go to both of them. That's ridiculous. Better change up that set there, Lars. Yeah, well, no, we're not changing up anything. We learned this. A lot of songs we're doing. Are you doing the same set? Each not the day? same set. Settle down. It's oh a good show God. both nights. Calm down. Okay. Different costumes, different arrangements. You just show up and find out for yourself. <laughs> you just kind of Never seen the same show.
I did kind of say it because it is pretty much the same show, but same it's different show costumes. Look, for the last five there's years. There's no such thing. No, I'm not kidding, for I'm just kidding. Oh, I'll kidding. kill you. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to do some Sanchez while you're there? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to do some of that and some of that uh, peso, uh, Luma. peso Pluma. Peso Pluma. <laughs> Chilino's dead, so could do some Chilino. Yeah, I don't want to yeah. piss off the wrong people. Anyway, let's get off of this before I get shot. <laughs> I did think of how meta it would be, is because Saturday I am going to I am spilling the beans, but I am going to do Kennedy post oh. post shot, oh and I got a thing. How meta would it be if someone assassinated me as assassinated <laughs> Kennedy? Meta. Thanks, Brady. It's too dark. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's dark, but if yeah. somebody shot me, they'd be like, that's such a commitment. Switch it in. Such a commitment be... to the character. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. All right. I hope it's not Brady that does it. Yeah, oh, you here. could come as uh, yeah. chubby Lee Harvey Oswald <laughs> and shoot me from the... <laughs> and just hear Brady get tugged out going, I'm a patsy! <laughs> All right, anyway, here you go. It's your Guadalupe Squares, everybody. Here's your host for now while she's healthy. It's Mo Bergeron. Mo? Thank you, Chancellor. In the top left square, our president's here. It's Joe Biden. Who gets money? Who gets money? I get money? Yeah. Everybody get money. Why are you getting this money? Yeah, we got to save America. Brian, we're going to give money to Ukraine. Don't know where it is. (laughs) Give money to the Jews. Good guy, Ukraine. You know where that is? You were just there. In Miami. You know, I'm giving $40 to the Ukraine, (laughs) giving $15 to the Jews. Guess who's going to have more in a month? You? Guarantee Ukraine's going to be out of money. Jews are going to have $70 million. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Go get them, Israel. <laughs> so what are you, how are you getting this money? You having like a garage sale or something? Or I don't know. Going to leave it up to you. Okay. Maybe we'll sell tamales out in front. I never liked hummus. Uh, Gives me gas. What? No, hummus. Yeah, so we're going to fight hummus with the rest of the Jews. Oh, jeez. Oh, yeah, get rid of the hummus. Don't need any of that. It makes my tummy ache. It, yeah. Yeah. I got a printer in my garage. We're just pumping money like crazy. Here you go, Jeff. Here you go, Ukraine. They have your face on it. I can't use this. Yeah, it's Biden money. Biden money? Future. What am I Biden? What? What am I buying? Confused. Biden buying. Biden. Biden Biden. Biden Biden bucks. Biden bucks. Biden bucks. I got got the COVID. It's like Bahama bucks. Talking to her getting the COVID, huh? Yeah, don't. No, get away. Strawberries and hard work. (laughs) I just came from the field. Gosh dang. All right, let's move on. In the top middle square, we've got Greg Schulte here. Jesus Christ, these guys. Tell you what. What? The Steinbrecks team won't let me retire. I've been trying for the last two weeks. They keep winning games. Christ on a crutch, I got to come to two more games. I've been trying to. You try to retire, and your boss says, one more day, one more day. This is a bunch of bull. (laughs) Anyway, we're going to have special guests in the booth today. I don't know if you guys remember him, but he's the. Korean pitcher back from the early 2000s that just about blew the World Series in 01. His name's Byung Hung Kim. You remember him? Oh, hey, uh, hey, yeah. What's up? It's Hyundai. Happy yeah. Jazz, I'm back. <laughs> yeah. You didn't get oh. a new Hyundai? Look at my finger, Toledo. Uh, <laughs> I have one more ring than you do. Uh, words, how many World Series rings do you have? I, I, I don't have Man, any. I beat you by one. Oh, hey, how many dads do you have? <laughs> Good one, BK. You know how many walk-off homers I have? Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, Mo, why don't you, you have a few World Series ring in finger? Oh, uh, no, oh, I'm yeah. Don't do that. I'm, I'm smaller than most of your dates. I'm a little tiny Korean. I like a little lesbian. Yeah, I'm going to need more fingers then. I got a Hyundai Santa Fe. <laughs> you want to come in the back of that? Uh, no, I don't. I do. Looks like Mo Naughty took my boy. World Series ring. I'm going to have to dig around inside there. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. Oh, I got okay. bitches, diamondbacks, and six bitches. That's known as the strawberry patch. That's right. <laughs> well, only 28 days, it's a strawberry patch. Yes, facts. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a burrito hole. <laughs> oh. You know me, bitches, big pimpin'. I'm fat. 
Well, see, it's happy on. I don't do nothing to help. Yeah. Hey, Brad. Hey, how you doing? Let me see. You got a pinky ring with World Series <laughs> no. champion? I didn't think so. <laughs> Just me. ERA of 45. Got the ring anyway. It's been 22 years. What are you doing? Yeah, let him have his moment, all right? The kid's got to go back to North Korea at the end of the day. It's not a good thing. Oh, God. It's a boy band. <laughs> it's a boy oh, band. that's right. I am a boy band now. No, God. That's right. No. <laughs> you look here. Oh, what songs do you sing? Oh, I sing, oh, wow, that ball went far. <laughs> Another one called Sidearm Swoop. Bye-bye. <laughs> and then one it. called, hey, my ring's inside you. I'll come over at five. Oh, okay, we're, pitch. we're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> right in the top right oh, square. That. Here to talk about the Devil's Comet is Morgan Freeman. Uh, hang on. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on, Mr. Freeman. Well, that's not exactly the music I usually come into. But well, you're Here usually big pimping anyway. Morgan, you got Toledo'd. I've been Toledo'd. <laughs> and now I know exactly how his father feels. You look right at him, you're like... <laughs> putting them both next to each other. I look right in Toledo's eyes, and I think this is the last place on Earth I'd like to be. You make me root for the comet. <laughs> me too. There's an asteroid headed directly towards us, and let's hope Toledo hits it. <laughs> directly with his head. The only the only defense we have for this asteroid is to launch Toledo's giant melon at it. I'd watch that Maybe movie. The gravitational pull of this melon. Put it into your head and then make it go. I used to be. What was the name of me? Easy <laughs> Easy Reader. <laughs> I was the Easy Reader, and your dad is the Easy Lever. That's right. It took a while because I couldn't remember the first part. Brady just wrote down two words. Made me work. <laughs> anyway, there's an asteroid headed directly towards us. Oh. Yeah, I'm looking And we're all it. rooting for Mexico to take the brunt of it. What? No. That's right. No. Those people will pick that all up Toledo later. Toledo was going to help and save us. Well, if his head doesn't work. In fact, I think Toledo is a meteor that's come to life. <laughs> if Toledo lays down in Flagstaff, his head fits right in that hole. Not wrong. That makes sense. Like a puzzle piece. <laughs> there is an it. observatory up there. That's right. There's an observatory if you climb the 38 stair steps in Toledo's head to his eyeballs, just like the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> to look outside of this gigantic observatory he calls a face. Oh, my goodness. What I'm saying is Toledo's got a great big head. <laughs> For those of you not following along with a bouncing ball, I see your blank stairs. Yeah, I can see you from Google Maps. It's pretty awesome. That's right. He and the Great Wall of China are the only two <laughs> things you can see from space. All right, Strawberry Patch. Okay, calm down. Calm down. All right. And that is our tribute to Dick Toledo. <laughs> The human meteorite headed directly towards Earth. Or Mesa, starting at about 1 o'clock this afternoon. Oh All right, let's move on to the middle left square. We're here to promote his new movie, Butcher's Crossing, yeah. Nick Cage. I didn't even know it was coming out today, to be what? honest. How did know? We kill a lot of buffalo in this film. Yeah, baby girl, a lot of them. How are your you? people hate it. Yeah, we slaughter buffalo because your people couldn't do it. I'll let Peter know. What? Weren't you Indian at one point? I still am, but... What? Native American, yeah. Oh, uh, guardian? Native Gu- guardian? American? Commander? <laughs> I'm not allowed to say what you are. Lesbian? <laughs> not 7-Eleven. Not right. se- My God, Brett! He's right. Wahoo's not 7-Eleven. And we kill all the jacketed buff... You know how you can tell the difference? <laughs> no, no, I was, no I was going to do that. I, no. <laughs> Difference between do it. No. A, a buffalo and a no. Never mind. You thank you. We'll tell you off here. The answer is casino jack. <laughs> yeah, baby girl. Oh, God. I slaughtered a couple of those accidental. So what's this new movie about? Oh right, we kill buffalo. 
That's Then it, it ends. Okay. That's a lie. Yeah, we hate them. Is it a documentary? What's happening? Bill's Mafia, baby. Oh, okay. Well, maybe Brett can help you out. There's a little yeah. Out. Brett so- gets rid of the buffalo ponies. <laughs> He's digging holes. That way the engines don't get mad. <laughs> oh, no. Stop yeah. Great movie. What a great movie I made. Oh. <laughs> okay, let's Is that your war cry? Oh, buffalo. <laughs> Oh, it sounds like a different Goldblum's here on the other side. Oh, <laughs> ah. All right, we're going to oh. get to Goldblum in a second. Ah, ah. Stay. Stay. Buffalo. Okay, let's Stay move. in a second. <laughs> All, right. All right. In the middle square right now, we have Nose Whistler Brady. <laughs> what? Are, are you whistling through your nose or your mouth? What? Clear the chambers, Brady. Clear the chambers. Don't you turn up your miracle there. I don't know what you're hearing. <laughs> I feel like I have. Eat a D. <laughs> you wouldn't do that. You're a vegan now. <laughs> have you had a, ma- a mammy go a mamma go round? Mamma go for a mamma gram? No, I, I haven't it's had one you professionally. To... You haven't? Not professionally. Would you like one? No, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm Are you okay. a uh, vegetarian exclusively? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so delicious. Mammogram. <laughs> That's not me. Oh, Just go wow. blow your nose for a second or something, you know? You blow my nose. I, I'm not blowing I anything on you, you blow, Brady. Uh-huh. <laughs> Have you ever had, you not had a, ma- a mammogram? Mammal, <laughs> animal cracker gram? A mammogram. <laughs> Have you had a clamogram? I've had a clamogram. Oh, I'm making sure. I actually perform clamograms. Oh. Oh, Are you a professional? No. Uh, I try. Medically? But, uh, Have you ever run into something you're like, ooh, that needs to get looked at? Graduated from YouTube University. When you're licking, do you feel something? Uh, uh, hey, we should go to the doctor. <laughs> a little spicy. <laughs> Has he ever had, uh, what? how would I say it to your people? A malo taco? <laughs> a bad taco? <laughs> I have not, surprisingly. Malo taco. <laughs> Nova. No. That means no go. No go. You should know that. I'm proud of you. Have you been learning Spanish? Milo Paco Nova! Are you joining me in the strawberry field? He watches field? a lot of Dora yeah. the Explorer. Oh, taco de las muertes. Oh. The taco of death. Yeah, I love it. Have you had one of those? Uh, yeah, I think so. You ever go down on something awful? <laughs> no. Be honest. How many women have you been with? One. That's it? You're no. not a real lesbian. I mean... Not. Have you ever had, uh, did you ever earn your Rojo Taco wings? <laughs> taco, taco Rojo. And yes. <laughs> Gross. Is that how your hair turned I like to color? call it a monster taco. That's but... why your hair's red. Yeah, a little bit. You're spending a lot of time down there in the bloodbath. <laughs> how I do a natural hair dye, you know? Just seeps in, stays. <laughs> uh, okay, Brady, let's take a break. Okay. All right, let's move on. <laughs> right there. Uh, Birthday. Ah, happy Good birthday going. to me and the apartment Renette. <laughs> ah, we're venturing off into a birthday celebration. I don't see any boxes wrapped or any uh, prizes. I've uh, got, that would mean that you forgot. I got you a fly. That is, ah, no. I've got your wrapped uh, box no. right here, man. I don't want oh, that. Oh, no. That's used. <laughs> that's regifting. I don't like that. You don't like regifting? No, oh, not when it's no. that floppy. <laughs> <laughs> I like you a tighter a regift. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I am a vegetarian, but uh, I like my meat a little bit uh, rarer than this. <laughs> this is fairly well done. It's not kosher, huh? No, no, exactly. Uh, Jewish not man, I, it is not. This clearly came from something with cloven it's not, hooves. It's not orthodox. But I can't eat that. 
not kosher, you mean? Yeah, that's what he said, all right. Follow along, big head. The joke made it to one ear and didn't all the way get around. Telephone game. That's right. Yes. This has split hooves. I can't eat that. The Testament said so. Ah, uh-huh. walk the earth. Walk it. And never oh, come sure. back like Toledo's dad. Oh, God. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the bottom left square. It's Brady's Secret Square. Give us a hint. How y'all doing? I'm uh, I'm dead. I'm a musician. <laughs> okay. I died in 2017. I'm still free. Falling. Oh, that's really right. good. Yeah, that sounds just like him. <laughs> I was going to say John Travolta from earlier. <laughs> I thought he was well, doing you know, Big J. for a while. So, anyway. That's right. Well, you well, lose your voice. A, it's a great job. And I just, yeah. you, you are... Native American girl. Oh, oh come on. Everybody gets tickets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're done. First square we wins. First square wins. All right, in the middle bottom square. Oh here God. to promote his new movie, yeah. Killers of the Flower Moon, Brett, Robert De Niro. I gotta ask you, Brett, how, how in the world are you working with this guy? Uh, it's it's right? unbelievable. It's unprofessional. Yeah. Right? Did you guys You are Brett? Native American girl. Yeah, it's you're catchy, though. Too? It's catchy. Uh, <laughs> I say that's pretty catchy. I gotta ask you a question. Okay. You're a lesbian, yeah? Yeah. Huh? You f my wife, huh? Uh, you well, try and f my wife, huh? Is that what you're doing? You somebody, f my wife? Somebody's doing it. Somebody has to. Got a baby in her. Well, huh? it's not me, though. Maybe it was. I could feel it. <laughs> I bet you did. What's you the have a baby? Huh? You could feel it. I could feel it. I, I feel her inside. What? <laughs> Smells like Taco Bell in there. <laughs> you. Huh? Oh, my God. I don't goodness. know, Brad. I don't know what's going on. Scorsese <laughs> movies, number one. I'm not in number one. What? <laughs> Come on. Good fellas, good, but not casino. <laughs> Casino's great. Go see the movie about your people. About, okay, I will. I'm excited. A lot of Indians in this. Well, a lot, a lot I mean, of Indians die. Oh a lot die. A lot. A lot. Why do you sound happy about that? Because I'm on our whites. Okay, okay, you know what? We're moving on now because we're not. <laughs> All right, in the bottom right square, our senior is here. Yeah. Shabree. That's right. I had jury duty this week. Oh. Couldn't duck it. You couldn't lie and say no. that? No. Anything? I tried. I even went in there with some racism, and they still let me in. <laughs> I think they don't, want that, don't though. Don't give them some pointers. Yeah. <laughs> Brett, no. Yeah. I, I should have gone trip. to Brett and gotten <laughs> yeah. out of this jury duty. They'll never send me another letter again. Yeah. Yeah. I had jury duty. Yeah. Fun fact, I've never done jury duty. Well, you're not a citizen. No, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> but it is my duty it, to please the no. booty. So I would have... Oh, yeah. Yeah. You're an American. <laughs> yeah. You are a Native American squaw. <laughs> I think yeah. I like this version better. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Who do we have? Uh, Darcy and Patrick. Can't make them work too hard because we're cutting into time. We'll see how this goes. I'll see okay. you first square wins. Darcy, are you there? I'm here. All right. Patrick, are you there? No, I'm here. All right. Dar- Darcy, don't screw around. You're picking first. Go ahead. Okay. Let's go with uh, uh, Brady's Secret Square. Uh-oh. Still <laughs> dumb around here no more. Yes. <laughs> oh, Who is it? He's been breathing in a lot of dirt. I think it's uh, Tom Petty. That is exactly yeah, who that is. Tom Petty. <laughs> All right, Patrick, pick a square. Max gets it. Like Chris Goldblum. Who? Goldblum. Oh. Goldblum. Oh. oh. Right away. Terrible strategy. I agree. That's horrible. I'm way over here. All right. This yep. O does you a no- Oh, good. Huh? <laughs> huh? I love sneakers. What? Yeah. Oh. Shoes. Oh, okay. Fascinating. Love it. Love it. It's the shoes, right? <laughs> I love chaos. <laughs> Dang it, 
I said shoes. Yeah. All right. The official. I also love what you think I said. Okay, let's get to your question. Uh, I am one. Last I checked. Let me look again. Yep, it's still there. All right. The official state pasta right. of New Jersey oh. is scungli. Scungilly. Scungilly. That right. can't you be right. Give her the yeah. Scungilly. What is it? Do I need to do this? <laughs> I'm not yeah, Italian. I know. Give her the, the pronunciation. Stick with tamales. <laughs> <laughs> it's tamales. That's yeah, what it I is. I agree with Brad. Stick with tamales. Stick with tamales. The official uh, food, uh, Italian food of New Jersey is uh, tamales. <laughs> Scangili. Yeah, it's a scangili. <laughs> I don't know what she's saying. I don't Never speak Spanish. Spoken but, uh, Brad, I feel like you should be you asking this question. Oh, oh, very fascinating. All right, you dabbling with English language, clearly from the book of Brady. <laughs> you nailed it. Yeah, but I think Brady thought you got it right. He loves scum, scum gillies. <laughs> Love a scum gilly. All right. What well, are you talking about? Dirty. Scum gilly? You can Google scum gilly. <laughs> ah, I don't want to see the photo. Don't click images. No. Ever. No. Blue what? waffle? Ah. Ah. What is a scum gilly? Brad, <laughs> what's a scum gilly? Scungili. The official state pasta of New Jersey is scungili. I always heard it was fagoli. <laughs> but I guess that's the official pasta of uh, Tomorrow. San Cincinnati. Francisco. Cincinnati. And now Cincinnati. <laughs> Fagioli. I don't know what that's called. Oh, I'll say true uh, because nobody knows what you said. Okay, Patrick, do you agree or disagree? He's saying true. I'll agree. Incorrect. It's false. Oh. X gets a square. Well, the good news on your strategy is it didn't help her either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Darcy, pick a square. Let's go with uh, Chip Reed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Reed. Is that Close your enough. brother? Trip Reed and Trip Reed are both me. <laughs> And it doesn't matter what she says, because most of the time I can't understand a woman I'm with. Her mouth is full. <laughs> yeah. Here's another word okay. I can't pronounce. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you ready for this one? Go. The term mar... Magrigal... What is this? Can we get an English-speaking host in here, please? seriously. Mogigraphia. Mogigraphia means carpal tunnel in medical terminology. I used to be a uh, music producer. Okay. Remember me? No. With baby face and L.A. Reeb. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. That was me. Just answer the question. <laughs> okay. Ooh, you like scungili? Yeah, I love scungili. Like- <laughs> I like to scrape it off the thighs. Oh, come on. <laughs> Sorry, baby. You got a little scungili. We got oh, go. back God, to New Jersey. Dang it, just- it's like the bottom of a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Magrographia. I don't know. Sure. True. Okay. He's saying true. Do you agree or disagree, Darcy? Uh, I disagree. Correct. It's false. It's right as cramp. Let him try to block. Let him try to block. All right. Patrick, you can take Robert De Niro for the block. What? No. What? Man, or Morgan Freeman. Or Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't even look up. Why, why I got to go against me? I'm huh? sorry. Go Freeman. Oh. Okay. That's not a nice choice. I know what you're doing. Huh? Mr. Freeman. Well, she chose differently. She's got all the X's on the squares. <laughs> He's got zero O's. This looks like a bloodbath to me. <laughs> this is be. for the win, sir. He can fall back. Win. Walk it off, as they say. Most girlfriend crawled through 400 yards <laughs> of the foulest filth you could ever imagine. <laughs> Came out the other side smelling like a trout. 
guess I just missed my friend. <laughs> All right. Asteroids that crosses Earth's path. Earth is. Earth is. <laughs> Okay. Hey, I think I got wow. COVID. I don't know. Asteroids that cross. <laughs> I never thought anybody would say it, but can we get Brady to read the big stuff? <laughs> Are called galaxy crossers. Is that true or false? I have no idea what you said. Love. I don't think anybody does. All right. Asteroids that cross Earth's path are called galaxy crossers. Asteroids that cross Earth's path are called galaxy crossers. Words are hard today. Jesus. I got COVID brain stuff. Foggy. That is one of the signs of COVID. Foggy, right? Yes. Okay. A lot of the times you lose, you lose your taste, you lose your smell. Then when it all comes back, I got other things on the brain. That's right. It is probably. Nobody knew that. There's another goddamn gate parade this weekend. Get up. Traverse our way around if we want to go to a farmer's market like a decent movie. Great. Look at homosexuals celebrating their butts. Again. We get it. You guys love licking each other's bottoms. Why has there got to be a goddamn parade for it every week? Love it. By the way, I have a gay name. What is it? Big M Little Organ Freeman. That's how you spell it. I like it. One of the long-term effects of COVID is becoming retarded. <laughs> and I believe you have it. it up before I get closer to it. Couldn't taste, couldn't smell, couldn't spell. <laughs> couldn't read. Couldn't read. <laughs> I'm an easy reader. If you go back and look at my earlier work, it might help you out as the easy reader could work you through some of these two-syllable giants that you're struggling with. <laughs> okay. Asteroids that cross Earth's path are called galaxy crossers. True or false? They wouldn't be called galaxy crosses if they're crossing Earth's path. They'd be called Earth's crosses because that's all they're crossing. So you're saying false. They're always in the galaxy. We're technically galaxy crossing. Maybe. Nope. Maybe. <laughs> Ain't no maybe about right, it, sister. <laughs> I didn't say. She knows about crossing. I didn't ask you, are you a citizen? I said, uh, truth. Okay. The answer to what I said was not maybe. The answer to are you a citizen is maybe. You confused it. Well, what about the answer for the court? I told you already. Okay, he's saying false. Do you agree? Listen up, sonny. <laughs> I agree. False. True. It's correct. Everybody wins, goddammit. I got to know. We're done. We're covered. We're done. We're done. We're done here. We're done here. We're done. You listening? We're done here. Can you milk a cow? Can you milk a cat? Can I milk you? No. Okay. Uh, what? No. Milk Sean Knight. Sean Knight's coming up. He'll try to milk you. It's just powder that comes out. Ah, let me see. I'll add the liquid. We'll make milk. Ooh, powdered milk. It comes It's... Leche. Is it scum, come, scum jelly? Whoa, whoa. <laughs> that comes out of bread. Oh. <laughs> That's called uh, the Italian money shot. <laughs> oh, Your face is covered in scum jelly. It's like, what is that? Oh. Is that butter and sage? I don't think sage? we can say that. <laughs> ah, my eye is full of <laughs> scum jelly. Oh. Yuck. Are you stuck in a dryer? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Anyway, all right, Mo, nice job. Don't get so we'll see you in a month. Yeah. What is happening at goddamn Gay Pride Parade Recca Street Day, Sunday, Saturday? When? It's happening. Or- Will you please talk to the people? <laughs> yes, to we're going to be out all at I'm the asking, Pride Parade all I'm on asking, Sunday. Okay, but and then on <laughs> tomorrow. We got baseball in town, and you're screwing up Central Avenue. Uh, do it it's on the green belt. It's early in the morning. It's, it's early in the morning. Then you didn't have a very good Friday. It's on Sunday. That's, do it on the green belt. No. Knock it off. Oh. Enough.
too late. It's already done. We get it. You guys are happy. That's why we call you gay in the first place. <laughs> Stop prancing around on our streets. We just want you to know how gay we are, though. We so know. No, no, we can no, smell it. No, come be gay with me. <laughs> okay, sorry. You, is this for? Is it a recruiting mission? <laughs> no. Then get off our roads. We got places to go. That's uh, not what you're okay. celebrating. It isn't celebrating love. celebrating other things, too, but that's different. Okay. It's fine that you guys like it. I think it's great you guys do it as much as you do. Now, <laughs> go to the green, but there's plenty of places to march around and dance and sing village people songs and then go home and lick each other. <laughs> Doesn't have to be on Central every three weeks. Oh, my God. It's one time You're out year. there a lot. <laughs> And also, Pride Month is June. If it's too hot for you, you're not that excited about being gay. You don't need five weeks. You got four already. I don't know. I think we need a whole year. Just knock it off. You can't move Pride Month for better weather. I don't know why you're It's so gay to do that. I have control of this. I'm just showing up and being gay, so. You're doing that now. (laughs) God, I hate this movement. It's so good. You know what? Every Friday, it's like a pride parade in here. I love it. I mean, I'm gay. <laughs> Is that what we're calling it? And I'm smart so. enough not to go to this. No, thing. we're not calling it that. <laughs> he knows it's Rocktober. That's uh, right. It was something Close else enough. earlier. Right. And it didn't All start right. with an R. Enough. It's already taken. <laughs> what time does this nightmare end? <laughs> never. That's the answer. <laughs> it never ends. No, it forever. doesn't. You won't stop flitting around. Yeah. But then on Saturday, I'm going to be with my people. We're doing a Dia de los Muertos thing at Mesa Art Center. That's so. pretty cool. Yeah, that, that's out. a designated time and date, and it doesn't just show up in March sometime again <laughs> and wreck a street. <sighs> Are you painting my crosswalks? No. All right. That's going on a little bit too heavy, too. Yeah. Are you committing to no parades until June? Is that what we're hearing? I think I only parade in October. That's it. All right. I mm. only parade in October. I don't parade any other time. You didn't parade I mean, maybe- in June? No, there's no parade in June. It's I too- thought that was last year was in June, wasn't no, it? No, no. That's the month. Okay, June is officially Pride Month. Well, then March then. then. March no, then. And have your week Doesn't there. matter. You don't get the... Uh, Sean, I'm sorry. Your whole show's control, over. I don't control this. I don't control this. Ah, <laughs> this guy here. All right, we're done with you. Thank God. Get <laughs> the hell out of here. <laughs> Just close one lane. March in a lane. The whole ro- the, both Not directions enough. don't need to be interrupted for this. I need five lanes. You got fire what? trucks and what? stuff. What's your float? The Alt-AZ float. Oh, you guys have a float? Yeah, we have a float. You think mm-hmm. I'm just you know, going you know, to hang out on the sides? I'm what'd in you it. put in it? Oh, I mean, it's the friggin' Explorer. What do you throw to the kids? What do I throw to the kids? Right yeah. now, we're, we're just doing bubbles and stuff. Wiener whistles. Yeah, do you have a... <laughs> It's indoctrination. I think one year we were like throwing out condoms. Like, why are we doing this? Yeah, kids go to parades. I know. And I was like, what are you doing? I can't because why would gays not be marching? They'd be standing watching the gay parade. They're in it, right? Well, yeah, they're part of it. So the only people standing on the sidelines are like, uh, you know, fence sitters (laughs) or kids. He's not wrong. They're having fun. Oh, everybody's having fun. Oh, yeah. But if you're gay, you're in the parade. There's nobody to watch. No, there's, We're not still, gonna go down there's and watch. some people that are gay that are not in the parade. They're watching on the sidelines. Why? You know what, John? Just come on. Just come join us. Uh-uh. Come on. Do, just do one block. Brady's going to be and out there. Do one block. And they can go up the block and then down the block. Yeah, we'll Green hit. Like there's so many places you can do directions. this. We'll just do a quarter mile, you and me. All right? Together. I, hold hands. I would do it on the green belt. I'm fine with the gay thing. I love it. I'm gay myself. I know. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to recruit you to come out. I'm totally... I'm not wrecking streets for it. I mean, you're halfway there. We you appreciate got the you're kind you. of gay. Thank you. you. I'm the type of gay people like. That's this right. is why you people instead, have had problems. Gay I can stand you behind. can go watch him be gay. <laughs> That's right. I'm the type of gay Brett gets That's behind. Right. <laughs> Literally. All right. We get it, Mo. Enjoy your stupid parade. Uh, I will. I'll FaceTime you. 
Yeah, I, 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 uh, I, I, yeah. Okay. do it on a green belt. I'm all for it. Just get off the road. Get out of the road. When people walk in the street, aren't you pissed off? Like, get the, what's this asshole doing? Why is he walking it's a in the parade. road? parade. I'm not mad. How long, is, this, yeah, how long is the parade? Okay, we're done. I got to go. We got to go. <laughs> go to your show. All right, I'll go to my show. Sean Knight, kick her ass today. You're welcome, Sean Knight, for the ratings, by yeah. the way. Oh, right. She's right. She's right. She's not wrong. Just for the first 18 minutes. That's I don't know right. what's going to happen for the That's rest right. of the few hours. We'll see. But you're welcome. Go. All right, good job. You go work on words. Okay. We're all done. We'll catch you guys Monday right here in the morning sickness. That went on a long time, like this gay parade thing. It's 98 KUP. Goodbye. It's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this.